Well, that was. Uh, welcome to the Hotspur Hood. Tottenham. No idea what happened there with the intro freezing up and everything, and then me playing it twice. But it's obviously such a good uh, intro that Tommy did for us that oh, I wanted to play it twice. There we go. Mate, I'm going to go, uh, your picture at the end cracks me up every time. You, 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 you're like the skinny Hezbollah who's just in for a weigh-in. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the cards I've been dealt, you know. Anyway, like I said, this is the Hotspur Hood. This is Let's Talk Tottenham. And 4-1 over Southampton, top of the league, first game of the season. End the season now, end the season now. And uh, completely different to the game last season. Uh Three great people on the panel here. Mr. Hotspur Hood himself, Tommy. How you doing, Tommy? Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, it's my first uh it's my first uh tour of Hotspur Hood as a as a guest rather than uh, <laughs> rather than running it or hosting it. So it's nice, nice to be here, man. Nice to be in after such a great result as well. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And Brad, uh, how you doing, Brad? I'm doing very well. Lovely weather outside. Uh, yeah, what could what could be Spurs top of the league? What could be better? What could be worse? What could be better? Absolutely, and Mac and Brad and Mac, I know most of your thoughts about the game because we were at the game yesterday. Uh, but yeah, how you doing, Mac? Yeah, yeah, not bad, mate. It's uh, it's good to be on. Thanks for inviting me. And um, nice. thanks for coming. Yeah, it's on nice. To, it's nice to see uh, Tommy on and not being in charge. So. He's open for a fair and easy ride, and uh, well, he, he doesn't need he doesn't need the link, so he can put the uh, uh, comments up and stuff like that, and uh, banners up. So he might just take charge and just go sod this. I'm in charge now. <laughs> but yeah, a uh, couple of people in the chat already. War Emotion podcast. I'm assuming that's Gareth, but uh, Mark maybe as well. <laughs> up the panel. Oh, that's man. definitely Gareth bigging himself up there. <laughs> uh, David Clark. And Simply Ace, how you doing, guys? Thanks for the comments. Keep them coming in. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, and the notification bell. Tommy's got so many people doing shows on this. I, I, I have no idea what days and everything like that. So your best bet, notification bell. You get notified every time one of them is doing a show. And Super Chat, Super Stickers available as well. So I'll try and get through as many comments as I can. Uh, but Super Chat, Super Stickers, guaranteed to be read out. Uh, but let's start, let's start. Uh, Tommy. We would have lost that last season, going 1-0 down, not having any idea. Southampton sitting back, going 1-0 down after 10 minutes with the, the, the crowd fairly buoyed at the start and then kind of a little bit depleted. And then 20 minutes later, we're 2-1 up and then we run out comfortable winners. A huge change from last season or is it just the first game? So we need to kind of temper expectations a little bit for you. I think we, def oh, we definitely need to temper expectations. But as you but as you said, this is very different to last season. One game in, we we struggled to react after going to go down. Now, especially the second half, the second half of the season, it was like, look, it's, everybody knows that the first goal is important. It, you know, it's a common thing to say, you know, first goal is important in a game, but more so with us last season. If we conceded first, we'd lose. If we scored first, we'd win. That's how it was. That's how it was for us last season, um, time and time again. So. As soon as we conceded that goal, I had my head in my hands. I was dreading the worst. I was fearing the worst. But the rec recovery was brilliant. I could, you know, the recovery, it was like we didn't go one nil down. Um, so we, we, we uh, yeah, we were up for it and we recovered straight away. It's fantastic, fantastic to see. But, uh, you know, it is, it is early days. But also Southampton last season, you know, we lost some 3-2. We drew 1-1. Mm. Uh, they had a man sent off, so we really, really struggled against them. Mm. But we quite, we quite and uh, wore Prowse down because he dominated those two games. And uh, so overall, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And uh, good to see us come back. Yeah, I'm saying about Brad, last it... season. 
Sorry, I was going to say you say about last season with, with how we did against well, we, them. We've well, we've away. heard it here first, Mac. We're winning the league. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've taken away one of their biggest commodities that causes the most problems against them last season. That's Forrester. Forrester, he's, he's now a Tottenham boy. He's, he's not between the sticks for Southampton. So, you know, he, he was unbelievable for Southampton last year with a couple of bits, and you know, especially against us, with, with some of the saves he pulled off. So I think um, I think that made a, a huge difference because their their keeper just didn't look quite up to the the same quality that that they had when he was between the sticks. No, I, th- I thought the goalkeeping was fairly terrible, and then the defending was we'll say will be nice. We'll say suspect to say the least. No, but, uh, the well, Irish boys disagree. The Irish boys disagree. That is for sure. The Irish boys going crazy about Bazanu. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think that's how you pronounce it. Is that new? Is that new? No. Something like Southampton keeper. Yeah, I mean, sim- simply Asa said here, Brad, qualifying for the Champions League has helped the confidence of the team. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But was it a good thing for you that we conceded first? You know, you could have gone into the game 4-0, comfortable win, and then you've got Chelsea coming up. Right. And then, OK, well, we're we're really cooking on gas. Do you think the uh, one goal that we conceded is kind of a, not, not a reality check, but a be careful. Well, when 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 the two teams walked out to Metallica in yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought this is good. This is going to be a good day. So the goal that we conceded this was basically a minor irritation. And uh yeah, I felt confident even at 1-0 down. I mean, 12 minutes gone, you got plenty of the game. And I think the way they're playing at the Conte now is they're calm. You know, they they know they play their game. They'll they're more more often win, and uh, yeah, that struck me about like normally when you're really high expectations for a season, then you'll play Southampton and you might sneak a win, a one 0 win or a two one win or whatever. But we actually won really, really comfortably, and we should have. Let's be, let's be honest, it's Southampton at home. We should have, and we did. So I think there's yeah, all, all to be uh, excited about that. But uh, yeah, we just sort of a routine win. I think the different. I think the difference is, is that we've had seven months of Conte at the club, which is virt- we virtually had a nine-month pre-season. So they know how he wants to. I mean, that's why he went. It didn't surprise me the first eleven. He went with the team that played against Norwich, more or less. I think. I think. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 what's his name was the only one that was a change. But uh, yeah, we we he kept kept with the team that trusted. He knows that these new players will be integrated as the season goes on. So they've got to fight for their team. place in the team, haven't they? You know, you, you got us in the Champions League. You want to come in, yeah, force them out. Exactly. And, and, yeah, and and a certain guy from Sweden. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about him later. Any talks? <laughs> uh, speaking Spurs, how are you doing? Uh, any talks? Kulu not being world class stops now. Different breed. Miles ahead of Luis D- Luis. Diaz. I said that on Saturday. I said yeah. that on his um, post match stream. Mm. But also, we'll be definitely you know talking about him later on because he was the man of the match by quite a distance for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it yeah, will come to you, Gareth. First goal for Cess. Uh, well, firstly, just going, his, uh, your, just going back it, to your previous little bit. And this is his celebration there. Very happy there. Uh, I was delighted for him. But yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing I noticed about yesterday, about Saturday, mate, is for me, it felt like the most cohesive, most solid, all-round team performance I've seen from Spurs for a while. Um, how many times have I sat on these pods and gone, when we had Pochettino, we were too reliant on two certain, well, one player in particular. And we managed to dominate and we managed to smash with them not being quite 
um, up to the mark for the opening day. Um, and I think it's, it's testament to a full pre-season with Conte and, and the fact that that we've we've done smart business. We might not have spent as much as people might want us to spend, but the business has been smart and it's been great. Uh, but moving on to Sessegnon, I'll be honest, Sessegnon and, and, and Royale yesterday, both for me, look like they're, it's only one game granted. But it's looking like a Conte like, team now, isn't it? The wing backs they, they, getting they, forward. Sessignon's goal, the, the wing back going forward. Obviously, uh, we'll talk about Emerson a bit later on yeah. as well. But uh, they, they uh, both but, they both looked different. They both looked different. Emerson's okay. Granted, his, his end product isn't great, but his defending was better. You know, he, he he got up into the attacks. He got himself into the box a little bit more, a bit more into the mix, which which paid dividend because you look, he got he got a couple of assists and and you know. And, and help with the own goal. Um, I, I, I think the, the the way Conte is developing this side, just just if you look at those two alone, is is is, is remarkable. You know, Sessegnon, he's got pace, he's got confidence, but to go out first game, to, to make the runs he was making into the box, to get himself on the end of it, to, to have a, a goal disallowed, which was which was a lovely goal, um, to be fair, and to, to score the header that he did, um, I yeah, absolutely made up for the lad. I think it's um it's gonna do him nothing but but the world of good and with Perisic as well to to learn off and to to push him further. Yeah, we we could see a real breakthrough season for Session, you know, I reckon. Yeah, I, I, think that was, I, I think that's probably his best, best, best game in a Spurs shirt. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the best game for Spurs. But his, do you know what? His, his attacking ability was never questioned for me. It was never questioned his attacking ability. Signed as a left winger from Fulham. He was outstanding, outstanding. That's the season where the season before he got signed for Spurs for twenty-five million pounds. He was just nineteen years old. I was at Craven Cottage. I was, I was, I was there regularly. Uh, it was absolutely out of this world, out of this world. So it, that twenty-five million pound uh, that we signed him for was was right at that at that stage. Mm. Um, do, do, do the problem was the issue is it's going to be what he does on the defensive side against the bigger clubs. That's where um, that's where we're really going to look at him and assess him. Uh, whether he's good enough defensively against the big teams because you can get away with it. You don't have to be the best defender for a wing back, but you, you are going to have to defend. And, it, and this is where I think you're going to see Perisic potentially coming in for them slightly bigger games just because he's a bit older. He, he's, he's got the. But it's the funny you say Perisic as well, Gareth, because he's you know, all the rumors, all the talk. Because you know, Perisic had a few interviews and he said, Look, I've been uh, passing on my experience, passing on my knowledge to Sessignon. And that's fantastic because we know Perisic is not going to be there in two years. We know he's probably yeah. not going to be there in two years. Well, he's been doing the same for This is why we've looked at the Udinese serves us well. It's fantastic. Apparently, that Udinese lad, it was him and Heritage got the most assists for wing-backs in the league last year. It will. You know, I think I think for me, it wouldn't surprise me if, if when we play Chelsea on Sunday, if Perisic didn't start um, at left at left wing back, just, just because he's he's got that that bit of experience, he's got he's got enough to get forward. He's got a bit of trickery. His final ball's better. Let's be realistic, but also mm. he's, he's experienced enough to know when to be back and and doing the hard graft in defence. So, and it wouldn't surprise me if he gets Perisic to to run him down for sixty minutes, and then Sessignon comes on for the last yeah, half hour. I, I think at the moment he, he, the, the first eleven was sort of named itself because I think. People like Peretic probably isn't quite at, at the level of fitness he should be. I mean, mm -hmm. he's obviously fit, don't get me wrong, but he's still getting over that injury. Same with Doherty. Doherty's still got the knee problem, he's still getting over that. So they're probably not 100%. I think that's why they, they, they were on the bench. But uh, I, I personally think he'll go with Session on against Chelsea. But I, I do see your point, Gareth, that 
yeah. could go with that, 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 uh, that experience. Well, it's one of two things. It's going to be Session Young, go out there and prove yourself against Chelsea. Yeah. Or it's, listen, mate, I'll see how you do for half hour towards the end for the home fixture. Yeah. yeah. Let's, yeah. Let, let's use a bit of experience. It's, for me, it's, Session Young's it's, still it's, not looking. Session still not looking confident to me, for me. There, there were plenty of times, certainly in the first half, where he got the ball one on one and then he turned round or passed it in the middle. Whereas Perisic came on every single time he got the ball. I know the game was a lot more stretched then, but every single time he got the ball one on one, outside whipper crossing. Uh, it's always so for me, it's still a work in progress, Session mm. confidence. But that goal will do him the world of good. The, mm. the, 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 well, the offside he, goal that he took, he yeah. took superbly well. Really well. Show it yeah. on match of the day to see and, how close it was to being offside. And he but, used his right foot as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the, it's just, I, I want to say, he's quick. He's got some trickery. Take people on when you're one-on-one -on -one and he's still it's not quite there It's funny you should yet. say that about confidence. It's funny you should say that about confidence because I, I, I saw some uh, I saw some news and some news stories from his Hoffenheim days when he was on loan there the season before last. And he, and he had to see a psychologist. He was oh, he, wow. he employed a psychologist in the Bundesliga, which is which is weird for, for a player so young. But it was, the, you know, there was an issue with his, with his confidence, not breaking into the Spurs team in his first season. Um, obviously caused, caused pro problems with him well, mentally. So for a player to even admit that he, you know, he's admitted he's got those issues, and he's probably still remember. there. He was, he was, he was still there, but he's getting he was, a regular, he was a regular starter for Fulham, wasn't he? You know, he he thought he was stepping up into the big time to go straight onto onto the pitch and and run it about, didn't he? Um, you know, so I can imagine if, for a young lad so full of confidence coming from Fulham the way he did, um, and and with the the fanfare that he did because he was. You know, he was such a hot property, and and to Spurs to get him was was, was superb. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, you got you know you still had Danny Rose at the club. You still had, you know, other options where you're not going to throw an 18 year old lad directly straight into the mix. So I get why it would have knocked him, and I can understand why he probably had to go and see somebody about it. But the one thing he did do, and which take me out after the fella, is he went to go see somebody. He mm. didn't just sit yeah. there and let it eat him up. He didn't just he's, he's like. I want to be professional. I want to be hitting the Champions League. I want to be challenging for, for cups and trophies. I can do that at Spurs, but I need to pull my finger out. What do I need to do? And you know what? He's gone out and he's done it. You look at what he did with his training camp this um, this mm. summer. You know, he had four weeks at some boxing training camp boxing, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Before he started his seat, you know, before he went into to do um, Conte's preseason. He's, his head's in the right place. He's, his, his mentality is good. He's... His, his work rate and and the fact that he's 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 going to take the chances, um, you know, and he's going to put himself in the best position he can physically and mentally to be able to take those chances. So yeah, hat, hats off to Session for that. Absolutely, yeah. hats off to him. Uh, just quickly, comment from Bob Spur here, the man. Absolutely great to meet him for the first time yesterday. Absolutely amazing day. Spurs winning four one. Mum's birthday. Birthday, first time back in the game since <laughs> and meeting you guys, and I was like, Gaz is just as ugly in real life. Well, <laughs> yeah, just, just 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 for those watching, Bob is actually shorter and thinner than he appears on the screen. It wouldn't be a Bob Spur comment, would there, with it if it was just a uh, polite to everybody? <laughs> he he just likes to, to slip it in, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, in terms in terms of Sessignon's confidence, Tommy, is there a risk if he gets dropped for Perisic against Chelsea after scoring a goal and in, technically two goals and, and and impressing that it could be what happens here? Or do you think if he is dropped, it won't be just a he finds out when Conte announces a team, Conte will have a chat with him and say, like Gareth says, it's last difficult. half hour when they're tired, you go run and ragged when Perisic has knackered them out. Uh, 
who, who would you start as well out, out of those two for the oh, I'll definitely even though Perisic is well, he's only been there since the summer. I, I would be starting, I'll be starting Perisic all day long for me because it's a because it's a big game and I did see you know serious deficiencies with Cessna uh, defensively last season. As I said, having Perisic there, he will only improve. He will definitely only improve. Mm. And he won't see it as a... I don't think he'll see... He won't see it as a jibe or being... Conte's a good enough manager to make sure he doesn't. Because mm. Perisic, you know, Perisic the last two seasons, he won a Scudetto under Conte, got something like nine goals and eight assists. And last season, I, I, I didn't know his numbers were that great. But the same again. I think he got eight goals mm. and ten assists, something like that. So it's not... Um, it's, it, you know, Sessegnon can't be embarrassed like he would be with Reggie. If you get dropped for Reggie, you could say, you know, you know, <laughs> Reggie's not as as great or defensively Dante. either. He's or not Dante. as great defensively either. Mm. But um, but certainly, I think I, I would certainly start Perisic against Chelsea. But as Brad said, I, I think he really is struggling from injury. Perisic, I don't think he's anywhere near fully fit. Maybe yeah. seventy. He looked, he looked good when he came on yesterday. My, my personal favourite bit from Perisic yesterday: with four one up, he's come on, ball's gone out of place, screamed at the ball boy for not paying attention and giving him the ball. <laughs> Absolute winner that guy. Yeah, four one up. I still want more. Absolutely superb. And, and I, I've been saying on streams for a little while now that I think. He could be the signing of the summer in what he can do for Sessignon um, mm. uh, and Spence. I know it's on the other side. You know what? The big, exactly you know the biggest position. thing for me with Perisic for starting over uh, starting over Sessignon for Chelsea, and I'm 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 only doing this because um, simply Ace has 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 put it in, and even and I wasn't going to say it, but it's because of his comment. Is the end product the end product for Perisic? I think this is where we product. need to be. This is where we need to show, and this is one of our biggest problems: is being clinical in that final third. Um, we we can't we need to take the opportunities that, that we're going to have against Chelsea. We've got a chance to to go up against uh, uh, an ungelled back three, um, and we need to be able to take advantage of that. We need to stretch and we need to have a good final end product. We need those pinpoint passes and, and crosses into the box. I I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm just wondering whether he's he's got ninety minutes in at the moment. No, no, but I said originally sixty minutes. If we after sixty minutes, we could be four one up again. Not saying we will be, but yeah. we could be. And if we fall one up, I, I, I would, I would actually personally, I'd go the other way, and and trust the team that we were out there. And then if you're doing well, yeah, Brad, come on, fuck off. What? <laughs> at 60, <laughs> at sixty odd minutes or sixty five minutes. If we're doing well against Chelsea, we're leading or whatever. Then you bring Peretic on. It's like, oh my god, you know, you bring this this world class player on, which we haven't had the, the chance to do recently, but. Uh, I think we'll stick with Cess. Uh, but he might do... I mean, apparently Alex Ferguson used to... If he dropped a player, he'd tell him when he was next going to play. He'd yeah. say, look, you're not playing this week, but you're going to be playing in this game. So that player knew that he could prepare for the game he was going to play in. I just wonder whether Conte would do the same sort of thing if he decided to play Peretic on, on Sunday. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Very rare to see a Sessignon goal, but Tommy, even rarer to see a goal from your favourite player. Let's give him some love here. I know you like him, really. <laughs> well, Eric Dyer, not scored a goal for three years. Uh, we'll call it the lesser spotted Dyer goal. You must be, of all people, Tommy, because you're such a fan of his, you must be delighted for him. Look, but he um, took his goal very well, the movement and the head. He did, he did. Oh, do you know what? I was like, I was very praiseful last night on my stream because. I, yeah, I can't stand the man for for more reasons than one. 
But uh, oh my God. yeah, I mean, I was like, it's a very good header. I thought it was a really good header. I, was, I, was really good header. I, I thought it was a fantastic header. He sort of just moved his neck muscle slightly to put it into that bottom right. Wasn't he, wasn't he picking it over somebody at the far post though? But, then, but you know what? I was being very kind last night. But on last night's stream, even Orin, who's well, usually the most positive optimist, who like he will shut you down if you're not if you're not positive. He was like, yeah, but probably. He was like, yeah, but it probably would have gone in anyway. Son's uh, cross probably would have gone in anyway. So if you look at it, it probably would have. But I um, mean, still got his. But neck muscles brilliant, and I can't say anything about Dyer. Yes, I said I don't think there's anything. Um, I don't think I've got a criticism of Dyer. The defense, the defense as a whole wasn't really uh, put under any pressure for the most part. He was, he was man of the match in a few of the papers this morning. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Was one player of the season last year and uh, I don't talk to those people. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Vlad, we, we, we've been complaining, not complaining, but we've been saying we haven't scored, certainly defenders, but we haven't scored many goals from set pieces or kind of not a set, a, a set piece, but it did come from a corner in the second phase of play. But defenders getting on the score sheet in a Conte system, the wing-backs aren't really defenders anymore. They're not really full-backs. But Dyer getting on the score sheet and, and Kulu's kind of cross from a court, short corner in the second half. Romero should have been flying in at that and he'd have had a goal as well. But, I mean, that, that bodes well, right, for, for the season ahead that, the, you know, we're, we're getting good crosses in from second phases of corners or short corners and then defenders are, are, are popping up with chances or goals. Well, I think Obviously it's only, only think the it's, first game, yeah. so it could be... Just were I, I think goal scoring centre backs is something that we've lacked in for many, many years. And you'll find that most of the teams that that, that win things, uh, especially leagues, will have a goal scoring centre back. I think John Terry used to score quite a few goals. Yeah. Vidic at Man United used to score quite a few goals. And I think we've been missing that. And I'm hoping that with the, with, with the, the the set piece coach, that's one of the things that they're they're trying to improve is, is our goals from from our defenders at uh, our centre back at, at things like corners and free kicks. Uh, I mean, Sessegnon's goal was a pure Conte wing back goal, and I think the good thing about Saturday's performance is that uh, for all the people that say we rely on Kane too much, well, he didn't score, did he? And uh. neither did Son. So you know, I think that's really well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean, I, I, I mean, I thought Kane. Did a lot of hard work. I mean, he he he, yeah. he looks like he's stronger this season. Uh, and I think I just uh, to they, they yeah. but this is what I was saying yeah. to you about they, they, at the beginning. It, it looked like a more cohesive, a fitter, yeah. a, a more le- a leaner unit. And and it was and it was it, it for me. It was just great to see that that Son and Kane weren't they weren't at their very best. They weren't. Don't get me wrong. They weren't no shows by any means. No. But, but we had we had the team and we had the ability and we and we had the uh, the spirit and and the togetherness to to still be able to to go out there and do something special. They, they, we did, saying, they didn't take the game by the scruff of their neck like they usually do. They, they didn't need to. Kane or Son didn't need to because we had the, we had the Swedish guy do so. Um, but that's going that? to be so. That's going to be so important. We, that's going to be. Was was the song saying? On Saturday, obviously I weren't there. Was the song? Didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. No. Yeah, it was. It was up um, my section of the south stand. It was. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah. Just I heard the I love Eric Dyer song. Was that clear and yeah, clear? Yeah, I was singing that at home. I heard. But yeah, Bobby Bobby K here. How you doing, Bobby? Dyer is the greatest centre back in the world. Just ask Big K. I mean, Big K is a big, big fan of Eric Dyer and. 
yeah, I, I imagine he's still cheering about that. But how are you doing, guys? Uh, but yeah, uh, Matt, get back to the shop, mate. No time for breaks. <laughs> I mean, Matt, we've been saying last year that even like Tommy says there that you know we didn't really need Kane and Son. But last year, in games where we were all over teams, we did need Kane and Son. But we've had four goals, none from Kane and Son. If we're going to do anything this season, we need goals from other areas of the pitch. And, and yeah. Kane and Son's goals will come at some other point this season. <laughs> They're not going to go and only score 10 goals in the Premier League this season. So it's yeah. very important. And we'll come on to Kulisevsky in a bit because he's... You know what the nicest part about it was? Defenders getting goals and people who you wouldn't expect to get goals. The nicest part about the whole thing for me was it wasn't one of those games where, you th- where you've just scraped a 2-1 or whether you just, you know, um, because cause they weren't on it. Um, <laughs> 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 okay, you're a prick. I fucking love you, buddy. Um, it, what was nice was is in those games where Kane and Son aren't quite at it, there's always that nervousness. There's that kind mm. of... What, what what's gonna and you can feel it it, it it's in, it engulfs the ground and 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 it's not it's not a nice feeling and it's not one of those where you kind of like oh well, thank fuck for that deflected shot you know or you know thank fuck for that that last minute penalty that we got that that came put away it, it it was absolutely fucking immense just to to see and again I go back and I'm going to keep saying it to see that cohesive unit of a team that doesn't need to rely on those two guys, working hard. The unsung heroes in midfield, in, in, in Benting, mm. Basuma when he came on, played well. Hoiberg, he's played his part. Emerson Royal played his part. You know, you there, there wasn't an area on that pitch, right, where whether it was, you know, headline grabbing stuff or whether it was just keeping yourself under the radar and doing the nitty-gritty. You know, the team showed a resilience, a togetherness and a determination that's that's been lost. And and to, to just, just have the, the the comfort to be able to relax a little bit, knowing that actually we've got a team that are able to to pick up the slack rather than it be Kane and Son trying to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it was nice to have a completely different feeling on Saturday because of it. I mean, you, you, Brad, said on one of the streams or at the ground, I can't remember which, 16-17 season, you obviously had Kane's son scoring all the goals, but you had Dele Alli, you had Ericsson getting 20-plus, yeah. you had Alderweireld popping up with Sam and, and Walker and Rose. And yeah. if we can keep this kind of stuff going, like I said, Kane and son's goals will come this season, but they're not going to not score goals. But if we can get goals throughout the team, and, you know, a couple of set-piece goals and, and goal-scoring centre-backs, Sessing on the wing back scoring goals. Emerson created the goal, so he obviously didn't score, but his movement and cross created the goal. We'll come to him in a bit. It's going to be vitally important if we're to achieve anything that we, the team, Conte, the fans, want to achieve. Well, I think you, I think Kulachevsky is going to be that added ingredient as well. I think he's going to score a few goals this season. So, you know, you, you're not reliant on, on Kane and Son too much. So, so for Ericsson scoring goals, Reed could have Chevsky scoring goals. Yeah, well, Ali's the centre yeah. forward now, so we didn't need to. Oh yeah, that's anyway, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the false nine, isn't it, or whatever? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. So yeah, so I think that that's one of those positions or those goal scoring that we need right. covered. Uh, and then I, I guess you've you've got hopefully someone like Ricarlison will come on and play his part and score his goals as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, and whether we do get this creative midfielder that can score goals. Yeah, so I think we're pretty well well covered there. Oh, yeah. I think I think into 2022 we're the highest goal scorers. I think in the Premier League. 
Yes, we yeah, we towards are. the end of the last yeah. season, weren't we? But yeah. No, no, we are. They, they're stat, stat, uh, Tommy, didn't you put that tweet out that wise that Spurs are um, Spurs are top of the score? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But I will put a downer on that now. I will put Tommy Downer. Tommy Downer moment. This was the problem. When we when we conceded the first goal last season, we lost games. I already said it. When we scored the first goal, brilliant. The teams were forced to come on to us. We could pick them apart. And we, we, we won 4-0, 5-0. It was all about the first goal. It was so key. The only game we ever come back in last season, from, from January and won, going, going in behind, there was maybe one or two. But a big one was against Leicester when we were 2-1 behind and we come back and we won 3-2. That was one of the only games last season that we'd done that. The rest, it didn't happen. So that's, that's again, why the... What a game on Saturday was was so key, and we know there's goals in this team. There's goals in this team, and when that, that three pronged attack, well, we know Kane and Son know each other down down to the ground. But when Kulu really gets integrated even more, because he's still only been there six months, special things, special things are coming. The Ginger Emerson guy, superb. <laughs> Ginger Emerson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's come on to Emerson because I've got it on good authority that Tommy was devastated that it was an own goal, not his goal, because another player that he absolutely loves, Emerson. Uh, I heard it on good authority that he absolutely loves Emerson and all of the abuse that he gives him on, on these shows is all tongue in cheek. But, it's uh, just motivation. It's all it is. It's motivation. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Brad will come to you. I mentioned Sessignon. For me, Emerson's worse in terms of the confidence. Emerson gets into good positions and there's one touch, there's two touch, then a cross and it gets cut out. And and you looked at uh, Perisic when he came on, a completely different breed, obviously. But get the ball out of his feet, knock it past, whip a cross in. Uh, Emerson, Emerson's confidence for me, certainly in that first half, was, was, was terrible. I, I feel for him. I want him to do well. He is obviously a fullback coming into a wingback. Uh, but that that will do him the world of good. Conte gave him a, a good. I can't remember what he said to him, but there was a big cheer and and and, and for him. So I'm assuming he's pleased with his performance. But what did you make of his performance overall yesterday? Well, one thing of Emerson that you know you're going to get, and I know it's you know, I think it's his, his, his enthusiasm and he's willing to work and get up and down the pitch, and he does that. So if you could add, you know, if he improves his game, and then he he's going to be a sort of a, a cog in this team. Uh, and I think the difference you have on that side with Emerson is that he's got someone like Kulishevsky to to lay the ball off to, to get that cross in, like the first goal. Uh, whereas on the other side, you haven't got as obvious sort of player on the other side uh, if Sessionon doesn't doesn't put it across. But it was a much improved performance by Emerson. But I still think the reason that he's still at the club is because I think Conte sees him as more of a defensive wing back when we need them, when we're going to come under the cosh from teams like your Man City's yeah. and your Liverpool's. Uh, and, and maybe yeah. Chelsea, uh, and and possibly Chelsea. So I think he's handy in that respect. And I, I mean, let's face it. I mean, we've all played football. The cross the ball is probably one of the simplest sort of uh, things to do, really. So yeah. I think with a bit of you know, if they, if they they concentrate on that, and he has the confidence to to hit it first time, which I think is the thing he doesn't do. He he stops and then goes inside. Uh, but yeah, if he if he has the the confidence to to hit it first time, if it doesn't work, try again, try again. Then hopefully yeah. he'll 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 improve as the season goes on. Uh, yeah. But I think the difference is he's got Kudaszewski inside him. So when he does play inside, it's a, a decent. Yeah, I, th- I think he's superb going forward. Obviously, we know about that. Mm. But his uh, uh, mentality and and 
discipline as well. Uh, just quickly, 24 people watching, 15 likes. Hit those likes up, people. Let's get it to one to one. Uh, also, hit the subscribe. And like I said, super chat, super stickers available as well. Uh, Mac, uh, Emerson's no, 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 performance. We won't, we won't, we won't. We'll just ignore your comments. Just simple. Just hit the like button. <laughs> Not difficult. But yeah, uh, Emerson's performance for me, uh, uh, you were out when I said this, but for me, his confidence oh, is I could severely still hear lacking. You in the kitchens there. I could, I could still oh, hear okay. every dulcet tone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what did you make of his performance? For me, he, he was better in the second half, but first half confidence really took a battering, I thought. And, and But he ended up getting, if you want to call it, an assist for the own goal and then an actual assist for Kulu's goal as well. So he's contributed to the team and... That's more I, I, than he I, usually does. I've already said, mate. I think I think he looked improved. Um, you know, him and, and Cess, they both looked improved. I've I've got um, you know, I, I like the way, and what, what kind of fills me with more confidence is is to be fair, exactly what David Clark said. You know, it looks Conte looks like he's got faith in him. Conte, you know, is is pushing him, geeing him up. Um, you know, you look at how he reacted when he came off the pitch, you look at Emerson's face when he came off the pitch, you know. It's, it's like it's like what Pochettino used to say about Sissoko. He just needs a little love. And I think Emerson <laughs> this season has got a bit of love off Conte. You know, obviously, I think it's not not quite the um, you know the soft Pochettino kind of older you know uh, kind of dad love. Yeah, looking after his little boy. It's more the uh, the tough love from the brother. But he knows he's he's, he's got the faith um, and and he's got the backing of him. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, 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 I'm thinking that, that Emerson Royal has the potential. I'm not going to say definitely will, but I think he has the potential. Does that picture behind Max say "Gang Bang Cock"? No, mate. I took this off the final after the uh, the Man United <laughs> game, final game at White Hart Lane. Signed by Berbatov, Keane, Wimmer, Son, Torsved, Dembele, Garth Cooks, and David Ginola. Luckily, my mate managed to not let his knees buckle. Everybody else going down to. 54, 55, all snap theirs. Um, so, yeah, it's one of my prized possessions amongst my many pieces of memorabilia. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there is there is a possibility. There is a possibility that um, I think there's going to be a lot of Emerson Dick sucking by the end of the season. I do think he's going to show marked improvement. I think there's going to be... I mean, Stuart Austin has said we can't risk yeah. him against better teams, but he played against Man City, he played against the Liverpool. Problem that, this is, but that, this but is, that links to what uh, Brad was saying earlier with Kulisevsky helps this, him there. But, but this is also the thing. Going forward, his end product isn't as good as it could be, hence why Kulisevsky is brilliant. But defensively, he has shown marked improvement, in my opinion. And and going back is, yeah, and, and going back is where Emerson... Has played, but you look against like Liverpool last season. One of his one of his best performances defensively was against Liverpool. Forward-wise, we know he's not great, and but he's he's shown improvement in against Southampton. But defensively, I don't think he's as bad as people make out. And for me, he's um, yeah. And for me, I think he's 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 good enough to be in there against Chelsea. He, 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 I don't he, he gets the ball. I don't he, panic. He, I don't think he's Aurier. You know. The problem is you get you get this with people, and I've, I've been seeing it in the chat. You know, it's either player player A is is absolutely crap, rubbish, get him out of the club, or, or player A is the best player ever. There's never there's, no, there's no middle. This is the problem. There is there's no middle ground. It's either yeah. your shit or oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you're amazing. 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's just. Can it's, I just it's say, really Emerson is, me. It does, it Emerson is me. shite. Can I just say, Emerson is shite? I just want to. That's, uh, that's my <laughs> he's opinion. He's not. Yeah. I don't think well, he is. Can I just say, Charlie, that opinions, opinions are like arseholes, my friend. Everybody has them and some of them stink. Well, Tommy, you'll have your chance. You'll have like your negative Nancy. I always seem like the negative Nancy, but I have to be, I have to be honest. But is there anything that you saw, Tommy, in, that shows I, improvement or any positive? It's actually in reverse. I actually have the reverse opinion. I actually think he can get better attacking. Um, his defense, defending has always been atrocious. Because Look, when you watch, as Spurs fans, when we watch games, we're looking at the attacking side. Of course we are. We want to look at the attacking side. Who's on the ball? Who The flair, the dribbling. Everybody wants to see that. So when you're watching the games, uh, the full 90 minutes, that's what you're focusing on. But when I go back to games and I look at extended highlights, I can see it in 90 minutes as well. But when I go back to games and I see his... He's the worst one-on-one defender I've ever seen. The thing is, to be fair, the, the, and, this is, and this is the difference worst between me and you, Bobby. And look at that. Did you see the opening goal? Did you see the opening goal? Jumped on the, jumped on yeah, the pitch. Yeah, that was cool. That was jumped cool. on the pitch. The defending is not there. If he's going to improve, it will be going forward. Um, his cross is shocking as well. We saw that. But I think he can improve. And one of the biggest things I saw last season is he, he did change his mentality. He knew that he couldn't cross, so he kept putting the ball back to Kulisevsky. And I'll give him praise for that. He gave the ball to Kulisevsky, who can cross the ball. So he used his brain. With the ball at his feet, he's pretty good. Ball control-wise, control short passing, he would, he's pretty good. But defensively, I've got no faith in him whatsoever. Uh, you know, Conte has. Conte has clearly got faith in him, which I'm very surprised at. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he actually likes him over Doherty. I think he actually likes him over Doherty. He probably likes him over Doherty, which I, thought, which I find crazy. But um, uh, yeah, that's that, that's the way. Yeah. That's the way I see. Where, where I sit, where I sit, right on the south stand, I'm literally all I got to do is for 45 minutes, I get Emerson Royal right in front of me, right. And there are times where you're right. You you sit there and go one on one. Jesus Christ, what are you doing, mate? But there are times where where he shows that he, he has got something about him defensively. Yes, Southampton aren't you know top top four, top five, top six contenders but they have the ability to cause you problems. And I don't think overall his game defensively was bad against Southampton. And this is why I've said, if there's potential of, if, if this is a sign of a, of a Conte Emerson with who's taken things on board, who's building his confidence and taken on board what he says, this is why I said there is a possibility that there could be a bit of dick sucking at the end of this season about, you know, that the, the people were wrong. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of this, Tommy, from Terry Wright? Uh, do we think Royal will get moved on before the window closes? He's thinking maybe January. So see how he does for the uh, the first half of the season. If he's done well, keep him. If he hasn't, okay. Yeah, I think Conte likes him. Clearly, Conte, yeah. Conte likes him. So I think absolutely he's going to stay. And of course, Conte knows more than me um, as a world-class coach. But if you can't debate things, if you can't debate things, what's the point? You might as well just say everything's good, everyone's good. I, I think it, it, it's your channel, Tommy. Yeah. You're allowed to do what you want. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not in the camp because he's really, really good. He's outstanding, and he's and he's he's this I, I guy's think, not so good. I've got I, I've got criticism of Ben Tanker even, and I think he's very good as well. So I try and be in the middle ground, take things by merit. But overall, what I've seen for 12 months for Emerson is the guy can't defend and attacking wise. He got one assist. He got one assist in 32 games. I'm, so. I'm, I'm back in the. I think he's got some potential camp. I said it at the beginning. Started to waver at the end of last season, but. I'm, I'm in the. Uh, I think. I think maybe he's got the uh, the right man. Just get get the right stuff out of him potentially. And yeah, Conte, what do you Conte think? Like, what do you think, Conte Matt? Like well, I think at the moment. I think at the moment, he's got the other two wing backs. or have other two right wing backs. 
Uh, one is Doherty coming back from his knee injury, not quite fit, fit ready, ready for 90 minutes. And the other player is, is Jed Spence, who has uh, quite literally just joined the club. So I think he's, he's in that situation where he, he, he needs to play Emerson because he's probably the only fit 90-minute fullback we've got there. So I think there is that. But I, I still think, you know, I still think there's, there's something there that, that Conte hopefully will improve. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that by the end of the season, I think Jed Spence is going to be surprised a lot of players, a lot of people. I think that once he gets in, gets a run of games, uh, I think he might end up being our right wing back. He has great uh, potential. Not... He has unbelievable yeah, yeah. potential. The, the, problem yeah. with our, the, the problem with our fan base, though, is the minute he has a shit game, Oh. Every cunt's every cunt's going to be on his yeah. back. He's going to. None, there's going to be. That's none what of David his... Clark says here. Uh, modern day Spurs fans so negative they wait until the result and change their view to suit their narrative. Mm. Not all of them, but some. But it works so. both ways as well because Emerson yeah. has one good game and then people are saying he's absolutely outstanding. So it can work. It works both ways. It works both ways. Yeah, I mean, be interesting what happens with the right back. I mean, uh, uh, Spence didn't have a huge amount of end product last season, but he is a Conte kind of player. He, he'll get forward, he'll get forward, he won't sit back. But uh, I mean, let's move on to some guy who had a, a, a slightly average game. We've already mentioned him. We've already mentioned him. I mean, he was man of the match for me by quite a distance. And uh, a debate in the chat whether he's world class, whether he isn't, whether he's getting Liverpool, City, Chelsea's team on form at the moment. Since he's arrived, they were in the top three in goals, goal contributions. The Sun, Kane, Kulu in that order. We've got all three, mm. and it, it's not just the fact that he's a great player; it's the fact that he's formed a partnership with two of the best in the league as well. And and we saw what Liverpool did there with their, you know, the Mane, Salah, Firmino, absolutely superb, and and. For me, to, uh, I'll come to you, Matt. I'm sure I told you this uh, uh, yesterday as well. But we've now got three people going forward. When they're one on one, it's a goal. Saint Kane, Son, and now Kulu. His goal, as soon as he got in, never ever in doubt that that was going to miss. And he was just superb. His touches, his commitment, going forward, positive, and. I mean, <laughs> if we get that kind of Kulu for the rest of the season, and then we've got Kane and Son who haven't even started yet, but Charleston to step in or, or, or take someone's place if they're not. Right. I mean, that front line is looking pretty good. There's, only, there's, yeah, only, one thing, there's only one thing. Johnny, absolutely fantastic. Can't, you know, what he did was, was fantastic. The one problem or the one thing that worries me, um, that worries me about Kulu is. Is he's, he always cuts back in onto mm. his left? Always cut. Now it ain't going to take much against a top class side to go. Well, all I got to do is keep on his right. Mm. Yeah, you took the, the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. That is the only thing that worries me mm. about Kulu. Is he's got he's got to either start hitting the ball a bit quicker, or he's got to, he's got to to start using his right a little bit, even if it is a shit ball that gets a corner. You know, he, he did, he did just... once, though, didn't he? On that ridiculous ball up, up the top, controlled it, went it on the outside, put a crossing on his right, and got cut out for a corner. But so th th there are things that look like he's potentially working on it, but I do get your yeah. point. But, but it's yeah, one so thing it's knowing good. about it; it's another thing to stop it sometimes. But the, and but this it was only Southampton. You know, Kulu has had some brilliant games. You know, the the only time his left foot, you know, he's. He was given a lot of space by City for the final goal when we beat them at the Etihad. He had a lot of space for his, his finish for the opening goal in the 3-2 win. Um, you know, he's, he's managed to, to wiggle himself a bit of space, happy days. But then you look in some of the games where he hasn't, 
you know, performed as well towards the end of last season is, you know, it's against some of those better defenders who who know how to shield a guy out, who knows how to, you know, put put a little bit of a dampener on, on you know, what makes that player special. Um, you know, that that's just my opinion is, you know, at the end of the day is, is he needs to be, um, yeah, try and try at least fake it out with the right foot a bit. I mean, in terms of the world-class comment uh, 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 debate, Tommy, uh, for me, he's got the ability to be world-class, but he needs to do it more consistently for me. He's only had half a season so far and then one game. But from what we saw yesterday, if that's the way he's going to go, and, and Bob Spurs said it in a comment as well, he looks to the bench now. He's got Charlison there, not yeah. Lucas. Well, he's still got Lucas, but not Bergvine there. And for well, me, yesterday... He was suspended. Well, he was on the bench. He was just he was in on the bench. He was just in a suit, so he couldn't play. But, um, <laughs> but for me, it looks like a player who knows his position is under threat and is saying, well, you're not taking my position. And that's what you want with competition for places. But, I mean, world-class, yes or no, or too early to say and needs more consistency for you? Way, way, way too early to be talking world-class. But it depends what you're grouping of world classes depends how you know but that that uh world class is banded about a lot but Kuliseski, oh my god forget yesterday i think in pre-season he looked good as well mm-hmm. a couple of yeah. people said i think it's a severe game where he's you know his uh, end product wasn't great but you can still see those runs off the defenders a second ahead of defenders where he's not slow he's got pace and, uh, and agility but that's not his greatest asset as a winger He's a, he's a second ahead, a little bit like Harry Kane. He's on the shoulder of defenders. Sharing, you know, a bit like Sherring as well. Mate, exactly. Very. That's a very good. Uh, that's a very good comparison, Teddy Sherring. Just a second ahead of the other defenders, yeah. and that counts as more. You know, Kane's the best striker in the world. He has been for three years because he's good at that. Because he's a second in front of the defenders. Coming inside doesn't bother me either, to be honest with you. I mean, everybody, everyone knows Son's coming inside. Everyone knows Son's coming inside, and he's still. Jerry Ovier only had a right foot, and he didn't do too bad in the Premier League. If you're but that it's, good it's one at thing it, knowing you're... about it; it's another thing to stop it sometimes. If you're that good at it, then fantastic. And this is why the wing back uh, role works so well because the, the the wingers come inside, and then the wingers go up there, and because the wingers uses the opposite side of the uh, other side of the foot, can play the wing backs in, and we saw that. We saw that. Yesterday, um, uh, Saturday, I should say. So the system works. The, si- the system fits uh, for Kulu. And it's not just yes- uh, Saturday's game. We saw it against the big boys as well. We saw it against Man City last season. We, you know, we've yeah. seen it against big teams. And it bodes very, very well for us indeed. He's, that, he's that was was City, for me, was his... He, don't get me wrong, he's, he's been superb since we bought him. But for me, that is that is a standout. For me. There's no other than out and out pace. There's no weakness to his game. I can't see any weaknesses to his game. And one of the best, one of the greatest things I saw. I hate it. Ginger. Oh, we talked. We talked backstage. Oh, who's the best pundit? Who's the best pundit? This, that, and the other. I'm not interested. I don't really listen to Alex There's one with Kudelski. There's one with Kudelski, right? And um, this uh, this woman was interviewing him, and she went, "What's your biggest strengths? What are your best strengths?" And he went, "Well, I look at my I look at my teammates." And I play to their strengths. I, I analyze my own teammates and I play mm. to their strengths. For a 22 year old, that is that's a mature way to conduct yourself mm. on and off the pitch. Is that, is that why he spent so much know. time sat at right back? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's realized that Royal's got no strengths. <laughs> I mean, Brad, Brad, you said it yesterday as well. He's looking even stronger and he looks stronger anyway. And uh, the, the comments from Conte on match of the day after the game saying he wants to be world class, he's eager to learn. Uh, mm. Someone said it in the chats, can't remember who, but similar to like Harry Kane and just eager to learn. And you're only going to get better with an attitude like that. And certainly, if 
you've got Richarlison breathing down your neck and you want to stay in the team. Uh, but like we've said as well, Kane's son weren't on the ball. He was the one who took the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, it's only Southampton, but, you know, we struggled against them last year. But um, absolutely superb yesterday. Coolly. Yeah, no, he he he. Uh, I, I like the way he, he wins the ball back in defensive situations as well, uh, and I think his pace is he's obviously not the quickest player in the world, but I think he he turns and gets away from his man really quickly. I think that's that's yeah. that's that's where he's deceptively quick. Uh, if you talk about world class, well, then the only way you could look at that is would he make a world eleven at, at the moment? Probably not, you know. But uh, I don't see the point. What, what's what's you know? Who cares? He's a decent player. He's playing well for Tottenham. He's going to be probably one of our better players this season, and he's an important uh, cog in the machine. But no, he 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 just yeah, it's immense. I mean, and he's only twenty two. He's only just turned twenty two. Aaron, thank you for regurgitating my comment and wording it in a lot better way than I obviously did. <laughs> obviously, Mac has uh, hacked Aaron's uh, account and just put an, uh, a comment in as Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing, Aaron? Uh, yeah, sorry, Brad. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I think he's, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of an irrelevant argument whether he's world class or not. He's a good player, you know, and if you have 11 good players, you're on, you're on your way. You're, it's the start of something, you can, you've got a good team. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's, you know, the debate whether he's world class or not. He plays well for Tottenham. It's far well. too early, isn't it? It is far, it's far too yeah. early. Yeah. I've just got to uh, respond to some criticism from me on here. Apologies, Bob. It was on Saturday, not yesterday. I do appreciate that. We haven't had a Saturday game for about three years. I'm still learning. I'm still learning and getting used to it. Oh, it was, it was so amazing. A couple of days ago, we didn't, we didn't start. Get Lucas comment up. I love Bob. Bob's, Bob's, the, Bob's comments, the self-deprecating comments about being in a coma are the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't tell he was out of it when I met him on Saturday. So... <laughs> <laughs> it was great to meet Bob for the first time. Absolutely superb. He was on form. It did I want genuine pleasure? And, and where's Stell, Barry, Brad, Matt? Well, maybe not Matt, but. <laughs> all the guys there there were at least 10 of us there ben as well it was, it was yeah i mean great great day and then, then having a beer in the sun after the game as well after a 4-1 win absolutely superb taking the piss out of iggy within within <laughs> <laughs> I tommy i didn't tell you did i <laughs> he was doing his post match on his phone <laughs> he started doing the recording. I was like, Oi, say you fucking Stelios, you fucking cunt. And he's like, Six seconds in already, cunt, you put on it. I have to stop it. He went to do it again, like, Oi, fucking Stelios, is that you, you bastard? Fucking hell, Stel, you absolute fucking prick. Cheese room. Say what you want about Stel, but he's a G. Like, he is you know a G. I've met him a few times. He's, he's a pucker guy, Stel. You know like, everyone, man. I didn't say a bad word about anyone in this community. Everyone's a good, everyone's I, mean, a good I can't believe how short he is. And I said to him, I met him like, what? I was like, you're a lot fucking shorter than I thought you were going to be, mate. Jesus. I said, when we walk to the ground, hide in the middle. No one will see you. Fucking on Palumpa. Fucking brilliant. Um, that's the same with, but that's the same with Daigle. When I first met Daigle, for some reason, I thought he'd be taller. And when I said that to him, he goes, everyone says that. I love Daigle. Oh, I love Daigle. The bits. But it's he's amazing. More than anyone. But he's intense. He's intense. 
in yeah. person as he's off, off, yeah. off, off on stream. I thought he was yeah. going to punch me. I thought he was going to knock me out the first time he saw me. <laughs> but um, no, he's uh, <laughs> you all love Brian Dan. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant community, brilliant community. Yeah. Everyone who's got their own personalities is fantastic. Yeah. And Tottenham brings yeah. us together, eh? Yeah. He's I mean, well known in Toronto as well. When I was walking out with him, he's oh, everyone seemed to know him. Oh, hey, Brian, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love Brian. Love Brian. But yeah, Tommy, let's talk about the midfield duo because you said earlier about you had some criticism for Benton Kerr. I think Hoyberg was obviously at fault for the goal as well as Emerson, kind of positioned wrong and went over his head and then didn't close it. Uh, uh, Ward Prowse down. But other than that, he made some quite good passes forward passes and other than that in terms of defensiveness uh, defensiveness defensive responsibilities didn't really notice him and Benton Kerr I thought was fairly assured uh, my one criticism and it's, it's not just the midfield but it's everybody some of the passes trying to put through the eye of a needle which just weren't there uh, need to cut those out but yeah those two midfielders uh, ben, uh, uh, Basuma obviously came on good shot which was unlucky but he only had five minutes to, to really do anything but yeah I mean what did you think of the two midfielders and who's your midfield uh, for the Chelsea game can I just say when I said Ben Tankard it didn't mean he was bad yesterday when I criticised I mean overall as a footballer is like you know oh, I see. We, we were talking about Emerson you know are you all out uh, terrible you're all out great I was like look I've got I've got reservations about certain players that are not brilliant and not bad. Yeah. And Ben tanko has got a few weaknesses, but you know, his strengths override his weaknesses. And we saw that yesterday. And we've seen that in the Spurs show as well. Um, ben Tenko, again, solid performance. But this is why this is why we don't need number 10. The, the centre mids are going to be workmanlike. That's just, it goes without saying, they're going to be workmanlike. We're going to get our creativity from the from the combination of the wing-backs and wingers. It's just the way it is in a 3-4-3. 3-5-2 is a different situation. You have the extra centre mid, you have the extra strike, striker, that's where you get the creation. 3-4-3, three, three, you have the wingers. So that combination and the fact that left centre-back and right centre-back can be attacking sometimes. We see, we see it last season, like Romero and Davis can fly up the pitch. So the wide positions are absolutely, absolutely key. Um, uh, so the centre-mids are going to be more pragmatic. You're not going to see too many assists. I don't think you're going to see many, uh, too many assists from them at all. It doesn't matter. They're doing their job. They're workmanlike. Um, and that's why we signed Bissouma and not Madison uh, or Zaniolo, because they're all pragmatic midfielders to a certain extent. Brilliant at what they do, but you can't say Ben Tanker does his best work in the final third, Skip or Hoybier or Bissouma do their best work in the final third. They do their best work behind the halfway line. And that's why I thought for the, from the start we're not signing number 10. And it worked yesterday. It worked beautifully yesterday. yesterday. We saw that combination. It was just excellent. My dog barking. It's my dog barking. It's just like... Yeah, you, you've got some even... comments in here, Tommy. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. to show everyone's comments. It's an equal opportunities comment section. <laughs> it's my girlfriend's cockapoo this time. Girlfriend's cockapoo. Can I just say, if there's anyone with free space in a, in a what do they call them? Dog, not dog hostel, kennels. Kennels. Um, before Friday, let me know. Let me know because we're struggling. We're going on holiday Friday and we can't find kennels anywhere. It's just going to have to be a in-house, fill the dog bowl up with loads of food job, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brad, midfield for you. Uh, Basuma obviously didn't get a huge amount of time, but he has had COVID, I think, hasn't he? Um, mm. Mm. But yeah, I mean that yeah. shot at the end. I mean he can really hit them. If that was on target, that would have caused the goalkeeper. Well, he quite he, a lot he of sort of uh, earned his badge in the first few seconds of that tackle would have got him booked, didn't he? He's <laughs> with Simon in there. Now I think the midfield, as, as Tommy said, it's very workmanlike. Uh, yeah, it's a very solid midfield, and that obviously protects the back three as well. You've got that extra protection. 
if we get the wing backs, I mean, I always say, if if you can imagine our team with Walker and Rose at, at their pomp as the wing backs, that gives you an idea of, of how potentially oh, he deprives us of all the good stuff, turns his camera off while he's touching the dog. Concentrate. I think what I, I think they they're, they're both. I think the Hoiberg and yeah. Benton for pivot is good because you have got Hoiberg who does all the you know the the rough stuff if you like, and then Bentacore who every time he gets it wants to make the forward move, wants to pass it forward, which I think we had with players like Harry Winks would always go sideways. But Bentacore's always looking to move that ball forward, and well, I, I think they'll start. Yeah, licking your lips, Tommy. I just, uh, just shagged the, oh, sorted, sorted the dog out. Sorted the dog out. <laughs> oh, why have you said it like that, Tommy? You're asking for trouble. <laughs> Mate, you, haven't, you haven't seen a half of it. You haven't seen a half of it, the, the shit I get. That's it, it's not cockapoo, it's cockinpoo. That is the worst name possibly. <laughs> the situation I'm in, to have a cockapoo dog is, is. I'm definitely not going to this Saturday evening yeah. with the invitation. Right. Okay, so Matt, Mac, if you would be so kind as to take your mind out of the gutter and uh, uh, concentrate on Tottenham talk. Uh, well, if Tommy, if Tommy mid- stops licking his lips, I'll be able to keep my mind out of the gutter. Yeah. But in terms of that midfield duo, like Brad said there, Benton is the one forward thinking. Fair, but, I, thought, fair, I thought Hoiberg was yesterday, and, and Emerson, the own goal, other than Emerson, Hoiberg was the furthest forward. He made a couple of good passes, uh, uh, and yeah, I, th- I thought they were swapping over Benton and Hoiberg, which is quite good for flexibility in that midfield and 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 similar to what we had in 16 17 you know if if um Dembele went forward then Wanyama made sure he stayed back and 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 so on and so forth but who do you see as the midfield partnership as the season progresses um, assuming of course that it is two in midfield Okay, well, to be fair, I'll, I'll slightly touch on what Brad said because I, I was saying this towards the end of the last season after after Benton Court, uh, when Benton Court came in. Sorry, I was saying this sort of mid, midway through last season of Benton Court being that player who's going to be be that linchpin to, to starting things moving forward. Um, and 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 he and he's showing that. Um, I think it's been fantastic. Hoiberg, I know he's not rated highly amongst uh, a lot of the Spurs fan base, but he does the he does the nitty gritty and he, he does he does the dirty work, which is which is something you need. Um, and and I think that's going to always be um, a real a real feather in his cap moving forward. Um, you know, Daniel Basuma is, is is fantastic in midfield. You know, he's, he's shown us what he can do, and 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 the fact he likes to get his hands dirty as well. So I, I think it's going to be a real tough toss up. Um, between who's going to partner Bentancur in the middle. Um, I, I, I think for now it's going to be Hoiberg. Um, but if Pesuma really starts showing some of the um, showing some of the grit and, and the performances, excuse me, that he showed for Brighton, then it, it wouldn't surprise me if Pesuma and Bentancur became our, our established centre pair. Yeah, I mean, Stuart Austin agrees there. Pesuma and Bentancur running my midfield all season. Um as things have been said, sorry, it, it's up to Basuma to dislodge Hoiberg because at the end of the day, as Conte's already said, these boys got us fourth. It's up to you to move them. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's it's gonna take something, um something pretty either a big injury or it's gonna take a couple of really crap performances from Hoiberg for, for him to be shifted just because also, of, of the faith that, that Conte's showing. Also, from September, we've been playing two games a week, so yeah. they're going to get their chance. There's going to be rotation going on, so so I think, I think uh, and then they will be able to say, you know, once you see Basuma in midfield or, or Skip when he comes fit again, 
then you'll be able to sort of see who who our bid, best midfield pairing is when you get to like the stage of the season when you've got the big big games coming up. Yeah. I think it would be Basuma and Benton Kerr. Benton Kerr has been superb since he's arrived, and Basuma for mm. me can do everything in midfield. Hoiberg can can be the marshal guy. He can maybe go forward and put a few passes together, but. To, to be fair, we, we... and he's very good at those. He's very good at those. Mm. But for me, Basuma is the the, the 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 full package in midfield. He can do. I, th- I think we. Together. I think we all agree. I think we all agree that Basuma is a better midfielder. Like I said, but at the moment, it's going to take something because of Conte's um, loyalty to the boys who's got us to fourth. Um, mm. But at the same time, it's, it's, it goes back to what we're saying about Sessegnon and Perisic um, towards the beginning of the show. It's you know. Basuma could be the starter and, and then Hoiberg comes in to give the fresh legs to, you know, to make sure that things keep getting broken up in the middle of the park, especially against teams like Liverpool, Chelsea, um, you know, or, or, or just to, to knock a few people at some tired legs out when uh, when we, we're somewhere against some of those low blocking sides, you know, just to just to ruffle it up and hopefully create, create a little something. Not that he's going to ping in a ball, but just to disrupt people. Um, I think with Skip coming back as well, whenever that may be, he's had an injury setback. But that midfield, too, is looking really competitive now. We've got four, mm. some better than others, but none of them that you... Oh, no, I Tommy, the coffers are coming terrible. for you. Bestiality. That's the coffers for me, I think. Tommy's hat looks like he's got teeth. It's going to be a Valentine. RSPCA. I think that's the RSPCA. More than the, more than the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But your hat looks a bit yeah, tucked in, so it's become a balaclava at any moment. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, yes, it's a beauty. I, I, it's a beauty. I also feel think that with with the five substitutions, you're going to get a lot more game time with your subs as yeah, the season yeah. goes on as well. Yeah. I, Big I up to in the so. panel. You do know it's Chris's show, United Spurs of America. Just hashtag say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Chris. This is all Chris, man. This is all yeah. Chris. Monday, 7.30. Right. You know it's Chris. So I've been called worse than a panel, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, to- Tommy. <laughs> Jamie, don't get beaten boys. like one. <laughs> but yeah, Tommy, all the new boys barring Spence got a run out. I mean, the, the three that came on at the end were waiting for five minutes because the ball didn't go out of place and they only got 10 minutes. But uh, uh, Perisic got about half hour, looked really good when he came on for me. Uh, the others, 10 minutes, but they'll, they'll get their chances as the season progresses. But uh, slightly difficult. What, what, what did you uh, make of their, their performance? All the new boys, obviously. Who out the bot? Boot out the bot. Yeah. <laughs> every show, every show that hits. Oh, show. really? Oh, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, Perisic came on, didn't he? Basuma came on. Um, just to, yeah, Perisic is going to be a great sign for so many reasons, I think. Even if he doesn't play, as I said, off the pitch, he's going to offer so much success. And and, and as uh, Gareth already said, Spence as well, because it's the same just on the other side. So <clears> both wing-backs positions, he'll, he'll offer a lot, uh, even off the pitch. Um Going back to the centre mid, centre midfield is where we really have the strength and depth. Full, full strength and depth in the, in the centre of midfield. I'm a big, big Skip fan. I thought the first half of last season, him and Son were our best players. Uh, while Nuno was there, definitely. Him and, Son, uh, him and Son were our best players. So when he gets... He's, he's had all these really weird injuries. He had these weird injuries yeah. last season. He's picked up a sort of innocuous one this season as well. But I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll come back in when he's fully fit. I would not. Have you, have you heard about it, Tommy? Have you heard what it actually was? I don't know. He's got a deep cut yeah. to the top of his foot, hasn't he? Yeah, two players went up for the ball, or, or Skip and someone else went up for the ball. 
Wings. As it came as it came down, but it went through his heel apparently, and then they thought, oh yeah, give him stitches, that'd be fine. But then they've actually found out there's a fracture, so it's going to be three or four weeks before he, he, he comes back. But it's certainly not. Hey, well, they, they need to get Winks out because he's damaging Skip. He's not getting back in. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he, uh, yeah, he's, he's not that he's injury prone. He's very unlucky. Destined for the stars. Pochettino <laughs> said he's the future Spurs captain when he hardly played him. Jose said he's the future Spurs mm. captain. I'm sure Conte can see the same thing there. Even though for much of Conte's reign, he's been injured. I think Conte would get the very best out of him he's too. He's also got um, a good range of passing as well, Skip. He's got everything. He adapts. Mm. He adapts. Uh, and he's still like a brick shithouse. Mm. He is a big boy. He's a big boy. And I he remember uh, there, was a, there was a team just before he got injured that was really weak at left back. And he was, he was on the right wing, crossing balls in. He's got a bit of pace as well. He's literally mm. got, running down the right wing and getting, getting balls into the box. Very tactically aware. Knows what he's doing. Um, naturally a good footballer. Again, one of those guys that's not got incredible pace or acceleration like Kulu, but knows how to play the game. Knows, it's like Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's not built, really. You know, he's a fat fucker at the end of the day. But he knows how to play football. He's a technical, he's technically gifted. And that's what Skip is. And, and Skip's going to be a big player in the future. I think a lot of the talk um, in the first six months of last season was Skip's better than Hoybier. Skip Skip is the first uh, name in the team sheet in front of in front of Hoybier. And I, I don't discount that. And I love Hoybier. Don't get me wrong. I think he gets a lot of flack, undeserving flack. Uh, that battle for that centre mid row is going to be deep and it's going to be great throughout the season. And we, and we saw what happened with the competition with Richarlison and Kulu. That midfield is going to be like that all season, all season. Skip, for me, has got guts as well because that Man City game, the first game last year, his yeah. first game for Spurs against, you know, one of the title favourites at the start of the season. Terrible <laughs> first 10 minutes. Never went hiding, never went hiding. Always looked for the ball, grew into the game yeah. and then was one of the best players of the game. He could have given yeah. away three penalties yeah. in the first 15 minutes against Man City, but he didn't go hiding. He, he yeah. kept asking for the but ball. When you, when you compare him to Winks, unfortunately, picking on Winks here, he does go hiding, doesn't look for the ball. When he gets it, it's always back. So Skip is just another level there. And, and I mean, Winks needs to leave, not just for us, but for himself as well, because mm. he ain't going to get any games. Uh, and you'd think that he's still fairly young. You'd think he'd want to be in the uh, World Cup squad. Uh, he's going to have to have one hell of a half a season to get back in. But he ain't going to be playing football if he stays at Tottenham. And Because there's three ahead of him and then Skip's coming back as well. Um, yeah, uh, Tapu, uh, uh, who do we think will start against Chelsea? We'll be coming to that a bit later on. Um, Forrest Ringo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean... Do we see, Brad, anyone leaving? There's been talk recently that Villarreal are wanting uh, Undombele and uh, Le Celso. Obviously, the Celso. Well, maybe it's, uh, yeah, buy one, get one free, maybe. Yeah. Um, I've filled up the car ready to take them, just in yeah, case. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's no no doubt that Undombele, uh, Le Celso, Regulon and Winks will, will find clubs because they're obviously not involved in training. They're obviously not involved in, in, in Conte's plans. I think they'll go... I don't think there's anyone else leaving, uh, unless unless offers come in. So if someone suddenly bids forty million for Sanchez, then you probably see him see him selling him. But um, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I was interested in the substitutions on on on. <laughs> I actually made the call at half time that uh, because Sessegnon had been booked, I thought, well, why not bring take him off at sixty five minutes, bring Perich on to uh, attack a, a faltering Southampton team. 
and that's what happened. I think the other players came on simply because we were four one up, and he yeah. he wanted to to you know prevent injuries to players. So I tell you what, though, wasn't it nice though to have this new five sub rule and to have five subs come on where you're not going off oh, for fuck's sake this last yeah 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 yeah. We've instantly got a, a, a infinitely better bench mm. than we did last year, and, and yeah. actual. And that's without Richardson on there as well. Athelstan yeah. Edwardson, nobody likes a smart ass. Sorry, I just saw his comment. In the, uh, yeah. in the... uh, where was it? Uh, I said Winks, he was going to be difficult to shift. Said this well over a year ago. Many disagreed and said otherwise. <laughs> anyone, anyone who think he'd want to come on a stream or something and have an opinion? Fucking Jesus! <laughs> some of these people. <laughs> I mean, would you agree? Would you agree with this, Mac uh, from Stuart Austin? Should have taken Harry off at four-one. Uh, we got a week until the, the next game. When, when we're playing Saturday and Wednesday, I'd agree with that at 4-1, 60 minutes, off you come, have a rest, be first. I'll, 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 I'll be honest, mate. Yeah, mate. Maybe not necessarily first game in the season, but up, up until the run-up to the World Cup. Uh, but actually, I don't know, because this part of me is kind of like, I wouldn't mind him getting an ankle injury just before the World Cup and then heals over the World Cup so that when the season <laughs> re-kicks off. Because this is, cause this, is kind of, this is one of those problems. It's one of those seasons, and I've said I said it before. It, it, this is going to be a weird one that that might see somebody other than United, um, sorry, than City or Liverpool win the league um, or challenging for the top two. And the problem is, is if Tottenham win it, um, if Tottenham win it, you know what's going to happen. Well, if it wasn't for so and so getting injured in the World Cup, if it wasn't for for the World Cup, if it wasn't for the World Cup. Um, well, Liverpool's away form is going to be terrible this year because everyone's going to have a dry pitch, so they're not going to be able to play. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. It's, but it's 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 a it's a bit of a weird one. But but part of me would, I would probably I would probably take Kane off on on a few games on the run up to the World Cup. I just certainly so would when there's two effect, games in a week, just so that he's fit enough, so that hopefully that he goes into the World Cup fit enough that if he does take a knock, he's not going to be out for too long. Mm. He also, had, he, also had, he also had cramp, didn't he, on, on Saturday? <clears throat> he went down with cramp, so that, that can't be a valid comment, actually, about yeah. bringing him off. But... He went yeah, down with I, that um, when he tried that yeah. lob from the halfway line and slipped, didn't he? So whether he had cramp or not, <laughs> cramp, that's just cramp. him brushing it. You know, when someone falls over in a bar and steps up and styles it out, whether Bobby it's that Kay, he actually had cramp. Yeah, there's always going to be a... Re- if Spurs win it this year, there is always going to be a... Re- there's always going to be some horrible naysaying, negative Spurs fan saying... If Levy had this, um, if it, oh, you only won it for the World Cup, if this had happened under Pochettino, because there's still all those still cupping Pochettino's balls as well. Um, it's and it's just it's just frustrating. And I, I pretty football much is all about, yeah, about football is all about the now, it's yeah, all about what exactly. now, not, not about what could have happened. Yeah. And, yeah. and to be fair, if if Tottenham win the Premiership this season. <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to be caring what anyone says about, oh, it's only because of this, only because of that. Yeah. As I'm, as I'm dancing down the Tottenham High Road. Naked. Know, with naked. me next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tommy, would you have dropped, uh, not dropped, uh, substituted Harry or Son in that game? Or, or, or like me, there's a week between the next game when there's uh, uh, two games in a week. Definitely start resting. Can I just very quickly just games. say, can I just very quickly say one thing? I reckon we would have seen one of them come off if Richarlison had been on the bench. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Good point. But yeah, good Tommy, point. Tommy, would you have rested him for one game a week, or, or, or? Well, I mean, I think it's safe to say that when we've got Champions League and then League, certainly 
before the World Cup. He will be rested, same with Son as well. Certainly now we've got Charles there, you've got to try and keep everyone happy. But would you have rested him yesterday after, I don't know, 70 minutes or whatever, four one up? It's Not yesterday, sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> it's difficult because he just refuses to come off, doesn't he? He, he, he refuses. Yeah, if Conte says, four, get your ass off the pitch, he will run off. 4-0, 5-0 up at the end of last season when it was so key we kept him because we didn't have a natural replacement. Um, he still refused to come off. So he's thinking whether we should or not is doesn't really matter because the guy just will not come off. I think what it is, he wants to beat records. He just wants records. He wants to be part of the team throughout throughout the 90 minutes, through every game. Uh, that's how... That's how much he loves the club. That's how much he loves football. So it's difficult to get him off the pitch. I definitely would. I'll, from my perspective, I'll be I'll be giving him a rest wherever we could. I'll be giving him a rest in Champions League games now and again. Is that, is that Son as Champions well or League just Kane? Um, Son as well. Definitely Son as well. Because Richarlison's natural position is on the left wing. So, uh, yes, uh, Son for sure. Um, but Kane, Kane really does offer a great deal to this team because he comes deep. Because he comes deep and gets the wing backs and the and, and the wingers through with the through balls, um, he is so monumental to the way we play football. And again, another reason why we don't need a number ten because we've got Kane dropping deep and pinging those balls in there. So uh, he won't. Uh, he just won't, he won't want to come off, and I doubt he will, even with somebody as disciplined as Conte. But he should. We know he's got glass ankles. We got away with it last season. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's due. He's due. A t- he's due. Uh, an in- That's exactly the word. That's he's exactly due. the word. He's due. Touch wood, it doesn't happen. But yeah, uh, yeah he's he's due an injury, isn't he? Got a comment here from the United States of America. Uh, heard many rumours about Chris's magic tricks. Got anything quick and easy? Uh, <laughs> I do actually. Yes, they're, they're... He has his sister. Come on, come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, in answer to your question, yes, it's on YouTube at Chris's Magic. Uh, not here, but you, yeah, go over there, hit the subscribe, hit the like, little plug on Tommy's uh, show for my own channel there. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the comment and the support there. And Mac, get your mind out of the gutter. This is a family show. Uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine Chris with more hair and no beard. Well, let's move on swiftly. Uh, Chelsea <laughs> next, uh, Tommy. Uh, we had a comment uh, uh, earlier. Who would we start? Would you start the same team? You've already mentioned the kind of the the, the Perisic Sessignon argument. Who starts there? But what would you change, or would you not change anything at all? I'm bringing Perisic in. I'm I'm certainly bringing Perisic in. Um, Emerson, I really worry about at right wing back. But to be honest with you, he's he's a he looks like he's Conte's boy. So, yeah, I'm not... If he's Conte's boy, then stick with Emerson as well. Uh, I would even... Even if we had it, I would love to sign a centre-back up until then and get a centre-back in too. Uh, but I think Perisic <laughs> comes in to draw. Hoybe, you want a fighter in there. You, he, you know, he's nicknamed the Viking for a reason. He is, you know, a team that sort of lacks leadership uh, in, in midfield and defence. You need a Hoybe in there. So I want him to play next to, next to Benny. I'm happy with that. Basuma can take the position in the future. Can certainly, you know, when he's fully fit. But for now, yeah, Perisic is the only one that comes in for me. Yeah, Brad, uh, Barry uh, uh, on Saturday was saying, uh, drop Kulu and start with Charles and bring Kulu on after 60 minutes because he'll be so fucking angry about being dropped. <laughs> he will kill Chelsea. Uh, for me, you can't drop him after that performance. And Richarlison's got to force his way in. But uh, for you? Well, I, I, I think Conte will play the same eleven. 
uh, barring injuries, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think it was he'll stick with the same same team. Uh, it's great that we've got players on the bench that he can bring on if we need to. And also, I think that that same eleven, I'm, I can't remember. I don't think Bentacor and Kudelski were here when we we got annihilated by Chelsea four times. No, no. But no. Uh, that that first eleven and Conte for that matter himself, they'll be wanting to prove something on Sunday. They'll be wanting to say, "Look, this is a team that comfortably beat us last season in four games. This is your chance now." Chelsea, obviously, new back players. They've lost a few players. They're still formidable. Don't get me wrong. If there's a chance that we're going to get a result there, it's this Sunday. And I think we have to. I think we have to get a result this Sunday, even if it's a point. We have to get a result. Yes. And then I think, I mean, everyone expected us to beat Southampton. You know, this game is different. If we win there on Sunday or or get a decent draw and, and play well, then everyone will think, hang on a minute, it's, it's, ain't, it's ain't a bad team. And I think that will go with every, every... Will we play Chelsea, Man City and, and Liverpool over the season? These, these are the games that... We have to put a marker out there and say, look, we're competing with you. And that's what Conte goes on all the time, competing, competing, competing. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. that this Sunday. So I think he'll stick with the same team, barring injuries. Uh, but it's nice to know that if things go wrong, you've got someone like Peritich to come on, Basuma to come on, you know, Rikarlison to come on. It's nice to have those players on the bench to come on and, and hopefully yeah. change things if, if need be. Yeah, I mean, Matt, oh, we, had a, we had a little disagreement uh, on Saturday. I said the Southampton game... All, the, all these fans and opposition fans thinking we can do something this season, get a, a, a statement win, which we kind of did, you know, 1-0 down, which in a game we would have lost last season. You said, no, 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 we're beating Chelsea after this. That's a statement. Mm. Um, yeah. But if we can beat yeah. Chelsea after that that result and at a place we haven't gone... For, it was... Uh, do you know what, mate? But who would you be playing to get that statement win on Sunday. Southampton, in one respect, was was a kind of statement because we did it without Kane and Son at their best. So that in itself is a, a kind of statement, but it's Southampton. Um, Perisic, I'm, I'm the same as Tommy. I probably, only thing I would change is Perisic just because of his experience um, and his final ball. Um, but I'll be honest, I was talking to my mate earlier today, he's a Chelsea fan, and he, he turned around and he says, much as I hate to say it, he says, I'm really worried about you this year. And I said, what do you mean? He went, you've got Conte, you've, you've done some good business. He says, you know, you've got Son, you've got Kane, you've, you've got a squad now, you know. And that was the key, we've got a squad now. He says, he says I'm, not, I'm not confident at all about, about Sunday, about us going down there. Now, don't get me wrong. There will be Chelsea fans and there'll even be Tottenham fans that turn around and go, well, their, front, their back threes only just started playing together. They haven't settled yet. It'll be different when we play them at fucking Spurs. <laughs> Fuck off, you cunts. All right, if we go out there and fucking do them, it's, 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 a, it's a job. It, it's, it is a statement and it is a marker. Chelsea ran us ragged for three games in January. I was at two of them. All right. I nearly called the police. I felt like I'd been violated by Thomas Party. It was that fucking bad. Right. It was it, it wasn't pretty. All right. And I didn't like it. I think that we go in there on Sunday. We go in there. Pleasure Sunday to have you on, Michael, as always. Mate, listen, Your terminology is second to none. Your terminology listen, is second to none. Listen, it looked like the core. I nearly shagged fucking Sterling. All right. In the Everton game. Trust me. <laughs> Right, we we've got to go out there. We've got we've got to show that same cohesive togetherness, that that fight, that that determination, and also not to let our heads drop and and not to to doubt ourselves. Stick to the plan. 
We've got the man who has the plan. We've now got the players who seem to have the confidence to, no matter what's going on, to still be able to carry that out. And for me, we're... Mate, I'm hoping that somebody calls the police afterwards because we fucking punished them. I, I want someone to sit there and turn around and bitch like fucking, yeah, anything on Twitter because they have been absolutely fucking violated by us. And I think we've got a chance of, I'm not going to say we're going to violate them. We're going to, um, um, yeah, he did, mate. The way he fucking put that out, yeah. Bobby K, when you turn up in January, sunshine, I'm going to fucking violate you, but you'll enjoy it. <laughs> I'll even wear it, mate. I'm even going to wear the white hood so the dry cleaners getting pressed, ready and starched. But, yeah, I do. I genuinely, mate, I don't know where I've got this confidence from for, for Chelsea because I'm never normally this confident, but I, I do. I just have... I've got You're going confidence. to the game, Gareth. You're going to the game. Yeah. Have you been to Stamford Bridge before? Yeah. Turn up yeah. Well? Well, mate, I, uh, I was there for the Tottenham ladies, Tottenham ladies Chelsea game at Stamford Bridge a few um, a few years ago, and we got done to uh, Spurs Spurs ladies. I think got done two one. I went with Ash because he wanted to do a, an away game for the girls, and he got tickets for Stamford Bridge. So this is going to be my first men's game. Um, but I just I've just got a feeling. I just I've just this, I've got this overwhelming confidence that that we're not just going to get a result, but we're going to do it well, and and it's going to be. It's almost going to be like how Chelsea are with us, but us to them. You know, I do. I just think we're going to dominate them. I think we're going to we're going to pressure them. We're going to harry them. We're going to make them make mistakes. I think we're going to capitalise. I, I just this I, definitely I agree. This is the statement. This is the statement game. Yeah. Because of course we expected to beat Southampton. We beat them in a manner that was, you know, maybe wasn't expected as comfortable as it was. But this is, you know, Southampton. We know they're going to be fighting for relegation this season. Chelsea away. Even a point, take a point away from that uh, from Chelsea. I'm I'm relatively happy, but we've got the three pronged attack yeah. where we I'm, can win. Yeah, I'm, mate, I'm confident. I'm confident. Every team yeah. is going to be looking at, at our attack. If I was looking at that attack as a defence, Son, Kane, and Kudo, I'd be shitting myself. Oh, what we've also got though, we're not going to lose that game on Sunday. We're not going to lose it. It's just whether or not it is. It's. Are we going to win? And if we're going to win, by how much? Because I think that we've got every chance of running their back three absolutely, absolutely fucking round. What's he I need a Mac confidence transplant because I always have my doubts. I'm a 40-year-old. Mate, I'm 40 on Saturday, right? I've always, I've never been this confident for Chelsea, mate. Genuinely. Even when we played them at Wembley and Sun ran from the halfway line down the right wing, cut inside and left Coco the fucking clown for dead and popped it in past Kepa. Right, I still wasn't confident we were going to win that game, even though we did. But, but yeah, I do. I just they're back what three. We, they're still trying to build their team together. Their back three is going to be a little bit. They haven't really got a striker yet either. Have yeah, they? Kula, either hold the ball Kula up Bali, one line. You know, Kulabali's leaving. They're saying much. he looked good, but it was only Everton. Jesus Christ, I would look good against Everton, and I can't run for shit. I mean, what we've got, Tommy, for me, anyways, it's like the North London derby in May last year. We've got so much uh, 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 motivation going for this. Conte lost three in a row. I don't think we scored, did we, against them for three games? Uh, like Brad said, uh, Kulu, Benton, Curve aside, it's exactly the same team that got done three times by them. So much motivation to go and put it right. But it's a different and, Chelsea and, and, team. Yeah, and I, I'm with Matt here. I'm with Matt here. I don't think we'll lose. It's just whether that hoodoo plays on our mind and we can go and, and, and get the win. But we've got I'll so be honest, much motivation I've, I've, similar to that North London derby. I've got 3-1 in my head for this. 
The, one, the thing is about taking a point, taking a point away. We very, very rarely drew with Conte. Yeah. It was either a win or a loss. I can't remember how many we had. One or two? Yeah, Three matches right. in the Premier League from when he was appointed? We had, a, so, we had a nil-nil draw, didn't we? Uh, a nil-nil draw and I think, yeah, one other. It was, like I think, yeah, it wasn't very often at all, which is a good thing for fans because we yeah, either Liverpool, it. It, Liverpool was a draw, wasn't it? But that was a really good result. That. Yeah, yeah, that was a, yeah that was And we should have won. We should have won, really. Probably, yeah. I think we're probably the better team. Better team there. But that was, yeah, that was one off. I think there was maybe two. Maybe two draws. Um, so that's good because we go for it. We, we it looks like we go for it. Whether we lose or win is is a different matter. But we'll go for it, and we've got all the tools to beat Chelsea. We absolutely have. I think what, what's good is we're, we're playing them at a good time. We're playing them at a good time as well because they haven't done all their transfer yeah. business. No, they haven't done all their transfer business. Uh, they're certainly going to bring a striker in. Uh, Lukaku's gone. Werner's going to go. So they're going to get. Yeah. They're going to get another attacking midfield left and a striker. Um, They've got Sterling. They've got Koulibaly, who's a magnificent sign. They've got absolutely mugged off um, for Cucurella. £62 million. Pounds. Mm. And this is the thing. And this is why we can go in and fist them, mate. And they won't even know because they've already been fisted by fucking <laughs> Ryan. We'll be in and out. We'll be in and out. Any chance to fist someone, you're in there, man. You're in there. Straight yeah, away, mate. Yeah, Brad, I'm going to get a Dybala so I know where I'm going with it. <laughs> Brad, for you, uh, we, we were with Graham after the game on Saturday. He he was adamant that Harry Kane was saving himself for, for and son for getting goals against Chelsea. Uh, are you as confident as these two guys or, or are you a bit more wary? Well, I think we can get a result there. I'm, I'm sure we can get a result there. Uh, I'd be happy with a point over the moon with a win. Uh, I know that as soon as I, I think I'll probably be watching it in the pub. As soon as the, you know, we see the Stamford Bridge, my heart will sink as it normally does. But we've got a tough yeah, team. I remember, I'm in the crowd, son. Look for the white hood because I'll be shouting at Sterling. I'll be making them feel at home back at Stamford Bridge. But I, uh, I, I think we've got a, a, a stronger team this time round. A team that will fight. A team that will, will because that's where we've lost against Chelsea in the past. We just haven't had any fight. But this is a Tottenham team that doesn't get fucked about. This is a Tottenham team that have got a lot of strength. Physically strong team, Tottenham are at the moment. And I think they'll be up for this. They've got one of the best managers Definitely. in world football managing them. He'll be up for it as well. He'll be wanting, I mean, he, I mean, he was That'd there when we lost two, two semi final, uh, the two, uh, well, yeah, the two semi-final legs. So he he's been there. He's known that he'll be up for it. He'll be wanting to do something. So, barring any training ground injuries, uh, the, the 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 first eleven that go out there, I think I think they'll be up for it. And uh, yeah, I, I'll be I, I, I'm I'm quietly confident we can get a result there. Yeah, I mean, if if, if yeah, uh, United States, uh, Spurs of America. Did you see Watford Sar go? Now aren't they? They're playing now, aren't they? Now, aren't they? It's half time. Oh, yeah, they're playing right. now. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of Sar. I'm surprised he didn't go anywhere, but he's had sort of he's in a sort of Partey situation. He said a few things on social oh, less so than Partey. It wasn't physical. He said a few things on social media. I think they're a bit homophobic. Oh, right. Homophobic in the that's why I think a few, yeah. I think there was a couple that agreed with it, uh, the Premier League players, where you thought they would have moved. That could be one of the reasons. So I'll yeah, be honest, well, I'm surprised Ward Prowse hasn't been fucking touted to go anywhere. 
Still, he has been touted. 70 million they wanted, didn't they? About it. I don't know anybody. I've had a preview on Friday with a Southampton fan. Brilliant. Yeah. Fuller, probably one of the best guests I've ever had in terms of. Uh, from Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> 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 I, I, I know. I, I know I am only there for comedy value and to make people go. <gasps> Best opposition fan. Let me get that straight. Best opposition fan. <laughs> Hold on, let's get it straight. Unlike Sars tweeting, yeah? Sorry. Um... <laughs> and I'll tell you what, right? I'll tell you what. He was telling me that it's better, it's better to get it from the horse's mouth. We can talk about stats, this, that, and the other, about the upcoming game. It's better to get it off the, the opposition t- uh, uh, fan. And he's brilliant. He's a season ticket holder. And he was saying that, Prowse signed a new contract this summer. I knew he signed a new contract last summer. Obviously, he had an unbelievable uh, summer. Still their captain. They've got new. They've had a takeover Southampton pre uh, halfway through last season, so they're not a selling club anymore. They're not the club we remember. We were just nicking all their players. To, so, be, to be fair, we we said this on Saturday. He's we said Definitely. Yeah, we said we said this on Saturday. For me, he's he's Southampton through and through. I think mm. he's one of those yeah. that. It, it, it's worth more for him to finish 10th wearing the Southampton crest on his chest than it is for him to to go and play for a Tottenham, a Chelsea, whoever, and be in the Champions League. I agree with that, Gareth. I agree with that, Gareth. But when when you're on 120 grand a week and Man City offer you 160 grand a week, you're like, uh, no, 260 grand a week, you're like, eh. you know. I don't think he's I think he likes being by the sea as well. If, you, if you've got a job, I think if you're on four grand summer. a month, if you're on four grand a month and someone offers you eight grand, you're going to take it. I mean, I let's think say, oh, but four, four, four grand a month to eight grand a month, that's a big difference. But when you're, if you're on 50 grand or 100 grand a, a month, a, a, a but week, still, you know, God, it's I mean, you, you wouldn't know, you know, you, you live your lifestyle yeah. based on how much money you have. It, we just can't comprehend it. 100 grand. You live your lifestyle like Ronaldo. Then 120 grand is fuck all. If you live it like Ward Prowse, who is never in the news, who's probably got a nice little fucking five bedroom house with his missus and his kids. He's got his nine pitch, nine old pitch and putt in the garden. I don't know if he has, he might do, you know, and, and he lives in, he lives on the South coast in probably one of the most beautiful areas in England. I wouldn't move to Manchester for fucking nothing. If you're on a hundred, if you're on a hundred grand a week and you can't secure your future for you and your family, well, then you're a bit of a to be honest. Well, well, it's easy to say that, but look at the best golf players in the world are doing the the same thing, you know, they're moving to the... When you get that much money, you get greedy when someone comes calling with a bit more. You never have enough money. You never have enough money. In terms of Ward Ward Prowse moving, I think it'll be next summer because at the moment, he's playing every single game for Southampton. If he moved to Spurs, wouldn't play that many games. There's a World Cup in, in, in November. Mm. He's going to be wanting to play every single game that he can, put himself in the window for Gareth Southgate to pick him for that plane. After ne- after the World Cup, maybe even January, uh, uh, summer next season, there's no World Cup or Euros for two years. Got plenty of time to move to a bigger club, force his way in and then play every game in the lead up to that Euro. So I think after the World Cup, you might see more more mm. stuff about him moving on and everything like that. Know, they put seventy million pounds on him. Was seventy million pounds for, for? He's twenty-seven though. Surely he needs to. If he's going to have that move, he needs to have it. He needs to have it sooner rather than later. I think he's going to be a Southampton boy, especially yeah. with a new with a new contract. Um, yeah, I, I think he absolutely will. That will do that. And Southampton should grow as a club because they've got the new owners. However, I still think they're going to be relegation candidates this season. Maybe maybe that will change 
in, 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 after that. Again, Villa Gate, he'll definitely leave, wouldn't he? He wants to be playing oh, in, in, in for England. And, and yeah, but yeah, I, I think after the World Cup, you might see a bit more movement with him there. And uh, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Brad. You know, if you've got 100 grand a week, what do you need it for? But these players are greedy. You, get, you, you have the lifestyle based on what money you have. If you've got 100 grand a week, you can only afford a nine-hole golf course in your back garden. If you get 200 grand a week, oh, great, I can have an 18 one in there. You know, oh, <laughs> if, if you see someone like 400 grand a week, oh, I can have two houses with two 18-hole golf. You know, the, these players are greedy. It's just natural human human behavior there's never so, there's yeah, no such thing as enough money there's no such thing unless you're jeff bezos where money has no value because it's essentially just a piece of paper or a bit of card to him and that's it because he can afford absolutely everything but yeah i think if if after the world cup if someone uh, offers uh, james ward prowse double the money he'll be off mate one club man he's going nowhere that's he's going nowhere. True as well. I mean, he's, he's almost uh, like Matt, uh, Matt Letizia in, in that respect. I mean, Matt Letizia, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, his uh, his pomp was one of the best players in the country. Yeah. I mean, Sergio says he rejected yeah. United. Uh, yeah, he and he, he actually as a I think as an 18, 19 year old, I think he I think he actually signed at Tottenham, but uh, apparently his missus didn't want him to go, and uh, I think it's a uh, scholar was the chairman at the time. So all right, we'll just rip up the contract. Whereas he could have actually forced him to know you signed the contract now. So, yeah, that was when he was about 19, 20 years old. Yeah, it'll be interesting what happens with him. And Madison will end up going to Newcastle. I think they'll eventually put a bid in that Leicester accept and then they'll go and they can offer the wages. They're going to be serious wages. contenders. They're going to be serious contenders, Newcastle, soon. They're going to be serious contenders. Not this season, though. Maybe next Probably. season. But I think they're going to be up there this season. I think they're going to be fighting seventh, eighth. Yeah, yeah, not Champions League. Champions League fight top four will be next. Oh season, no, 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 definitely not. It's so competitive at the moment. Definitely not yet. I, 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 I think they'll just miss out on you. I think eighth, ninth, eighth, ninth for them, Newcastle. There's, there's too many good other teams around them. To be fair, yeah. you know, okay. you, you look, you got, you got, yeah. With you, you look at the teams that are that are sat above them. You know, you could say at a push seventh, but yeah, I think eight, ninth for Newcastle. They'll, this season they'll, they'll do what Man City did. It'll be slow development. It'll yeah. be yeah, next season. Next season. Next transfer window. Yeah, I reckon. You know, they'll be knocking on the Europa League door. The season after that, it'll be Champions League, and then the season after that. Yeah, maybe, I mean that's uh, what they've done. They went for the at the start. They went for the Bellamy's and the Shea Givens, just up yeah. to get them into Europe. They went for the uh, the rejects of the good play added by your cliche. They went for those sorts. Then they signed the big time yeah. boys. They signed Robinho was the marquee signing. Started really yeah. well, and then from that point. They would, you know, they are they are where they are now, and Newcastle owners have got 10, 20 times more the money they had. But so. it's nice to see that they're not going out and, and and going like the not doing a Man City going. Oh, we've got it. We don't care. Just fucking. But do you know what? Go. I don't mind it happening with Newcastle. Newcastle fans deserve it. They're the best, one of the best fan base uh, in the country, if not the world. Unbelievable mm-hmm. fan base. That it, it was still the season tickets were done. They filled their stadium even with Mike Ashley. And they were very good in the 90s. They needed one of the titles. But you've got to give, you've got to give respect to the fact that they, the, the way the board have come in, you know, even the management, they've, they're making forward steps. But the fact that they're not coming in and, and pissing it up the wall to make stupid signings like saying Neymar on silly money or whatever else, you've got to respect let's the new face it. for it. Let's face it, Gareth. If Man City didn't have the money, they'd be, they'd be between League One and the Championship, the odd season mm-hmm. in the Premier League. That's, what, that's where they'd be. So that that pisses me off more than anything. 
Um, Chelsea, you know they'd be there or thereabouts before Abramovich, but yeah, what happened with Man City doesn't sit well with me. Newcastle, you know, they, the fans deserve it. They definitely mm-hmm. deserve it. I don't say they don't, mate, but I just I think big respect to the um to 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 the the way they're going about it. The fact that they're yeah, brilliant. they're not just looking at, at spunking it all because they're they're being aware of financial fair play and everything else. Um, so yeah, I just think credit where it's due uh, for the for the back of it and all. Yeah, I mean they'll be a threat in a few years' time. I think next season they'll be pushing for top four. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> They'll probably finish above Man United this season. Absolutely terrible with Ericsson as a false nine. But, uh... I don't want to keep talking about Newcastle, but you know every player since January is up their game because they know they could they'll be gone. Like basically, ninety percent of the squad will not be there in a year and a half. Maybe you ever thought there was a player in Joe Linton? <laughs> oh, centre mid. Since he moved to centre mid, he's been mm-hmm. absolutely outstanding. That's what I mean, yeah. absolutely. You know, they found a position for him, and Jesus Christ, you know, he's. He, he's showing he's got a bit of work. Haven't signed him yet. Haven't signed him yet. But no, he, uh, he went to Arsenal, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. You know, after you know, after Haaland scored his two goals for City, Jesus was like that. If you'd have played me, I could have done the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're the ones to beat. Haaland looked uh, pretty good yesterday. Uh, pretty good yesterday. Mate, he's not yeah, like I mean... that good with his ankle hanging off by a thread once Romero's gone through the cunt. <laughs> Well, talking about that as well, talking about that, I completely forgot about that. Romero's challenge at when we were 4-1 up, uh, quite silly for me, Tommy. Uh, fucking stupid. It was fucking stupid. 4-1 up. I, I know it's all, yeah, this is a player, no nonsense. Oh, You're 4-1 up. Don't don't mm. risk potentially getting sent player. off because he if he mistimed that by a split second, he could have done some serious damage and it would be definite red. No need for that. No need for that. But... I thought he'd got rid of that as well. Uh, didn't really see that at the end of last season when he was playing. That, that's kind of reckless. You saw the hard challenge come in, but not the... Because the, he almost jumped in the air, but yeah, he's got to cut he that. Like, he's always going to be a player on the edge. You can't take that aggression out of him or you lose the player. So he's going to be a bit like Cantona's been mentioned. But to be fair, someone did say something to him in the crowd. I don't advocate you know, karate kicking someone in the crowd, but that was the crowd. That wasn't in the game. In the game, that was silly. 4-1 up. And the game was yeah. done. The game was done. The game was finished. You'd have thought he'd have learned after making Diary's bitch after kidney punching him and slapping him around the edge. If it's Dario Sanchez, fair enough. But Romero's better than that. He's much, much better than that. Yeah. You lost him for three games. If it was an it should have been a yellow card. It was the, it was the most easiest yellow card you'll ever see. He yeah. didn't get the yellow card. If it was an inch higher, it would have been sent sent off. We would have gone to the yeah. AI, would have been gone. Yeah. We lost him for three games. We lost him for the Chelsea game. Yeah. So well, I mean, poor, poor. I wasn't happy with that. People go on about in social media, yeah, da, 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 da. but he could have been sent off. So yeah. you know, he's got to, you know, he's got to sort himself out. A player that could be world class, definitely yeah. a centre back that could be world class in, yeah. in, in the future. I mean, Brady got the ball, but then it doesn't really mean that much now these days. Getting the ball if you take the man as well. And no, no, I agree. I agree, Tommy. You know. That, that stage of the match, yeah, you got to be aggressive, but yeah, being silly like that. Uh, and a red card is, is free games, isn't it? You know, yeah. so and, and Chelsea next as well, yeah, an absolute yeah. catastrophe yeah. having to put Sanchez or it, it, it does worry me with him. That's the one side of the, his game that does worry me in that, in that you're going to get a situation like the Chelsea game where he'll get himself sent off because of being, you know, really, really rushing the tackle because he's, he's really up for it which we all want to see, 
we also don't want to see him not to be there for three games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, Conte, I'm sure, has had a word and that. Yeah. So, well, what did you think of the challenge, Mac? When you saw it, you were there. Uh, Fucking My beast of a challenge, mate. He's a fucking warrior, that boy. <laughs> fucking get in. Uh, <laughs> My initial thought was I said to the guy next to me, oh, my God, what's he doing? He could be off here. Yeah, it, you know what? Won the game. It, was, it, it was a rush of blood. He's, he, he got lucky. You know, I, I can't really say anything different to what the other guys have said. You know, at the end of the day, he did. He got lucky. An inch higher, he broke his ankle and, and he's off for three games. And, and like you say, we're fucked with Sanchez. Um, so, you know, let's... I, I, it's going to happen. You know, last season, there was a couple of moments where we thought, oh, fucking hell. Um, and it never happened. Luckily, this season, it might be a little bit different. You know, we might see a couple of reds coming out for him. As the season goes on, we just got to hope that it doesn't affect big games if uh, if that does become the case. To be to be fair to him, though, when he was on, I think he, one yellow card would have given him a free match suspension. We had about three games. He got through those three games without getting bought. So. Yeah. Which is why I thought he'd got he'd got rid of all of that silly. <laughs> certainly, certainly, you can maybe understand it if it's one all or something like that, or, or mm. <laughs> yeah, it's four one. And, and and you. But anyway, I mean, can't really complain too much. First game of the season, no, no. gone one nil down in a game that last season doing that we'd have uh, lost the game or, or, or at the best got a draw. Ended up destroying a team that we should have been beating anyway, and now we haven't got anyone suspended. And we go on to a game where we haven't won. We've won one game in, I don't know, 30 years or whatever. It's one game Motivation. in the last 250 years, I think. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and got the, the real, real motivation for me to go and beat them after what they did last year. So mm. I'm full of optimism for that game. I mean... <laughs> I'm having my wisdom tooth out on Saturday, so I've got to try and watch the game, not shouting. How do you not fucking shout when it spurs Chelsea? So God knows what's going to happen to me. But anyway, uh, as long as we win, I'll, I'll put up with the pain. Uh, but yeah, we we'll pretty much end there. It's not really much else to talk about. Uh, uh, the, the big Chelsea Tottenham preview will be on my channel on Friday. Um, but yeah, just remains for me to say, every, everyone, thank you in the chat for getting uh, in touch. Uh, Bobby and Max seem to be having a, a bit of a love affair and a bit of a tete-a-tete, -tete, which I'm sure they'll take <laughs> offline. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll come to Tommy at the end. Uh, obviously, this is his channel. But Brad, Blue Sofa Songs, your channel. Yes, Go Blue Sofa strength Songs. Strength, brilliant channel. On, and uh, one song a week. Uh, yeah, let people and know I'm where they can find to, uh, it. I'm and, yeah, I'm now having to record a song each week now, so I'm I'm trying to think of ways to improve what I'm doing, uh, you know, not only the playing and the singing, but the actual way I record <laughs> stuff. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully I'll get that sorted out in the next few weeks. But yeah, I'm trying to get one song a week up on a Friday at five o'clock. Blue Sofa Songs. Uh, just search for that on YouTube and you'll find it. And uh, yeah, please click like and subscribe as do the same with these other guys as well. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, Chris. Oh, always a pleasure, always a pleasure. And yeah, everybody's uh, Twitter handles and links to their podcasts or streams are uh, on in the description, both on the, on this and on the audio podcast as well. And Mac, no uh, stream, but uh, uh, a podcast, a more motion podcast. Um, yeah. Find, that? find it on um, on most good uh, podcast outlets. We didn't manage to get one out for, for the Southampton game because I was there. Uh, we'll try to on. Um, we'll try to get something out prior to Chelsea. Um, but yeah, myself and um, at uh, nineteen eighty one Spur. It's um, yeah, it's, 
Was yeah, market the game? Was market the game? I know he's taking a bit of a sabbatical when it comes to. No, sports. I don't. I don't think he was. To be fair, um, I think he yeah, was, but I think he had a training course about to rush there and then rush back. Well, well you know more than I do, then. <laughs> yeah, emotion pod is no more. No, it's <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. We yeah. To be fair, between we'll get pods out between getting to games. It's you know it's a bit difficult because obviously we've got to record it. And uh, sadly, when you're at Tottenham, it's not the easiest thing to do when they they block your fucking Wi-Fi and and bullshit while you're there. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll be getting bits out, and as you see, at Emotion Pod is is the handle. You'll you'll see it treated out from there as and when they're done. Excellent. So yeah, that that's in the description as well. And Tommy, you've got a channel where you let some idiot in a blue shirt take a chance <laughs> on Mondays. Uh, yeah, uh, you 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 you. No no no, you've got no, a beefcake in a blue t-shirt. Well, well, I remember I had a vest on, and you were like, "Look at those arms! I can't even see the arms." So, <laughs> yeah, Tommy, you got all these people doing shows. Uh, tell people a bit about it. I mean, the easiest way, like I said, is hit that notification bell, and then yeah, you get notified whenever someone's doing a show. But who, who have you got doing show? I know who's doing the shows, but who have you got doing shows? We've got, as you know, you're always you do your thing on a, a half seven on a Monday, and you also do what people have to uh, acknowledge is on a Friday you do your preview on Let's Talk uh, Let's Talk Tottenham, your very own show. So subscribe to this, and of course subscribe to Chris. You've got your yours is in the description as well, isn't it? Your channel's in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's easy to get to. Make sure you do that. But in terms of our cast, as I said, Monday uh, half seven, Chris usually goes live. Colin. Random. It's completely fucking random. If Jacob's still there, he's usually there with Jacob from United States, uh, Spurs or America. But what you will know is that it won't be UK time. If you're a night owl, 2, 3, 4 a.m. is when he goes live. But they have a lot of fun. A little bit more laid back. Um, yeah, they talk movies on there. Donnie Darko trying to bully Aaron into watching Donnie Darko before. It's, good. it's a good crack. It's a good crack. But of course, there's always Spurs in there too. There's always Spurs in there too. Um, so yeah, watch that for Colin. Uh, Marlon does his one-on-one reactions. And Thursday, we have our magazine show where we all come together, uh, the Hooders, uh, uh, Thursday Night Thunder. So, and if we, I, I, I was listening, I was thinking, if we qualify for Europa League, we're going to have to go back to Wednesday. So I don't know what we're going to call it then. <laughs> Wednesday Night Thunder does, maybe Tuesday Night well, Thunder. We could do, Tuesday, do it on Thursday, Tommy. It would just be watch-alongs, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose. Tommy, but, you could um, do one on a Wednesday with the dog, Wednesday Night Wag. <laughs> so, yeah, we could do that. We could do Tuesday night tea bagging. You know, the possibilities are endless. We're, we're streamlining things. We've, we've got segments uh, coming here and there. We've got segments, so maybe that'll be one quick two-minute one. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, we've got um, yeah, we've got lots of things happening. As Chris said, hit a notification bell, and you know, whenever we're going live, you'll be you'll be notified. So, thanks for watching, people, and uh, yeah, stay classy. Cheers, Von Burgundy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like Tommy said, please hit the like, please hit the subscribe and the notification bell. That's your best way of uh, making sure you don't miss any content that you get notified. And then go over to Blue Sofa Songs, do the same there, and then go over to War Motion Podcast on the link that's uh, you can find that wherever you get podcasts. And then, yeah, and then if you like what you see today, head over to Let's Talk Tottenham on Fridays, 12.30 p.m. UK time. Uh, we've got a preview of the Chelsea game, a, a full preview. Uh, we've obviously talked about it today, but yeah, a bit more in depth on Friday. And uh, yeah, lastly, uh, cheers, guys. Uh, United States, state, United Spurs of America, uh, cheers for the support. And everyone in the comments as well, uh, really appreciate it. And yeah, 
let's just hope we can beat Chelsea now. Like Max said earlier, that big, big, big statement, a, Chelsea, a Southampton win at home and then a Chelsea win six points out of six, beating the old rival. So it, you saw it here for 3-1, 3-1. Yeah, 5-0 for bad, 5-0 for bad. Oh, oh. Yeah, to Chelsea. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> positive in the yeah. bottom corner. Yeah, be a bit there. more positive, bad, for goodness sake, 5-0 loss. Uh, but yeah, let's just hope we can beat that, win that, and then we're really set for a good season, I think, and a real, real statement there. But yeah, that's on Sunday, preview on Friday. Please hit the like, please hit the subscribe, notification bell on all of the channels, and go and watch uh, Max, uh, listen to Max podcast as well. And, and just in case Friday. Chris hasn't said, hit the like, hit the subscribe, ready for Friday's pre-show. Sorry, just just in case you forgot to say. I have to say, it's part of the contract that Tommy made me sign. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hit the like and hit the subscribe. <laughs> uh, and yeah, be back on Friday. Till then, come on, you Spurs. <laughs>